Hello, and welcome to the Stupid Sequels Podcast, where we find truly terrible movies and give them all the attention they don't deserve. Each episode, we'll discuss exactly what made such a horrible sequel, from casting to budget to just plain bad writing. While we all love a great movie, there's something just a little more fun about watching a seriously stupid sequel. Now, while there are plenty of awful sequels out there, we have a few guidelines about the kind of movies we'll be reviewing here. We're talking about direct-to-video, made-for-TV, never-appeared-in-a-theater sequels. The ones the studios gave up on before they even started. This week, my guest is Melanie Stein, and we will be discussing Romy and Michelle in the beginning, the prequel to Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Alternate title, Romy and Michelle, Behind the Velvet Rope. How you doing, Melanie? I'm doing a little less good after watching this film. <laughs> um, I was in like a good place before I watched it, and then it was just like all darkness. Because I have to say, with all of the movies I've watched for this podcast, they're bad. Of but course. I've had fun watching them. Like, even Cruel Intentions 2, it's so bad. You're just like, what? No. Like, Cruel Intentions 3 is just miserable. Romeo and Michelle, I'm just like, I feel like you guys read the back of the movie and were like, we could make a sequel to this. I wrote in my notes, I feel like they maybe watched a couple clips on YouTube and then just phoned the rest Phoned in. it in. Phoned, it, phoned in it in and it didn't, like, did you laugh? I laughed at things you weren't supposed to laugh at. Probably, yeah. I did not laugh at a single, and I'm putting this in strong air quotes, joke in the movie. Were there any? I, I don't know. There, there were attempts. <laughs> but I put in my notes for Michelle, not Michelle, because I felt like she didn't even try. I, for sure, referred to Romy as Michelle and Michelle as Romy for half of my notes. <laughs> I'm like, which one is supposed to be which? I don't know. Yeah, well, the only reason I knew Romy was because she did, like, the, she tried to do the Romy voice, but it came out more, like, slow Canadian. Yeah. I don't know if that's appropriate to say, but like... The accents in the first movie are fucking gold. Yes. They're beautiful. I love them. The second one was like every elementary school version of like Valley Girl was like, oh my god, we're gonna like totally like get me with like a spam. Michelle. Like Like, it was (laughs) just... And then the girl who played Michelle uh, Alexandra Breckenridge. Yeah. she Did you know she gave up like halfway through? Oh, yeah. Just like... She went like, oh. Nope. I'm just here now. I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself, but my my God, yeah. Yeah. Um. Really quick, before we get into the episode, I have to thank Molly McAleer so much. Thank you, Molls. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Melanie here is also a listener of Mother May I Sleep With Podcast. Oh, goodness. Probably yeah. a lot of you listening here are here because of Molls, because you listen to my guest appearance on Mother May I Sleep With Podcast. If you are not, go listen to Mother May I Sleep With Podcast. It's amazing. It's hilarious. Molly McAleer is a goddess, and I love her. Um... They came out with Suburban Madness today, which is one of my oh, favorite Lifetime movies. I wanted to listen to it. I'm like, I have to so, get stuff ready for my own fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast. No. So good. Yeah, definitely go, go listen. So, just have to thank Malls. Big so ups. Good. I saw a big uptick in subscribers and listeners ever since I recorded and our episode got released. So, thank you. Thank you. Well, you were great on it. I thought you were awesome. Thank you. I was so nervous. And then I was so excited because I'm like, okay, this went totally smooth. I was so cool. Bye, Malls <laughs> and Steve and Ray Morris. Bye. And I get in my car and my battery's dead. Aww. And I just call up the sidewalk. I'm like, Steven! Oh, really? He came down and helped you? I'm like, do you have jumper cables? Neither of them had jumper cables. So I got to sit in Feral Audio Studios and drink Dan Harmon's liquor while we waited for my AAA truck. It was very cool. I actually like that better than if you just drove off. Hopefully my ice cubes aren't too audible right here. If they are, so are mine. And um, we're drinking Moscow Mules, but without wine. Because I, I, this movie... 
is driving me to drink. Yeah, I have so. resisted drinking in past episodes. Like, I've had guests be drinking, and I'm like, no, this is my podcast. I, I can't go through this episode sober. Yes. Sorry, guys. So, just for comparison, the original got a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, which, I'm sorry, is unfair. And the Very sequel got a 37, which is bizarrely high. That is generous, because I didn't look it up, because I wanted to guess, and uh-huh. I was guessing, like, a... Like a 15% maybe? Yeah, because that is Cruel Intentions got an 11. Cruel Intentions got an 11%. I've never seen Cruel Intentions, so I can't say for sure if I hated it more, but yeah. I'm sure there's no way. Because I have a I have a connection to Romeo and Michelle. Like, I was, me and my, one of my best friends, Courtney, mm-hmm. we were Romeo and Michelle in junior high. For, <gasps> I know, so oh cute. God. I was Michelle, she was Romy. So it means something to me. Yeah, for sure. I, like, was not allowed to watch a lot of PG-13 movies, like, until I was 13 as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, three movies on one hand. I could, I watched Save the Last Dance, mm. Pay It Forward, and Bring It On. Those are the three movies I was allowed to watch before I actually turned 13. <laughs> Except, I got to watch Romeo and Michelle. Because me and my mom bonded over friends. And I'm like, it's Lisa Kudrow, mom, it's Phoebe. Yes, it's Phoebe. You have to let me watch it. So I watched Romeo and Michelle every time it was yes. on TV. I love this. It's really hard not to. And not a single one of the original actors returns. For There's a sequel. For a reason. What about the director? You know, I didn't look it up, right? I did not. I, it is not the same No director. one directed this. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no one directed this. And if you did, I'm I'm sparing you by not giving your name. You're welcome. That's fair enough. I did kind of know IMDb research because I, I didn't I didn't care. I didn't care. I didn't, no. <laughs> I um, mean, the original had a budget of $20 million, mm-hmm. and $24,000 of that was just music licensing. I... Was I wrote? I made a lot of notes about the music because I was surprised they got any sort of original recording for the second one. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like well, because it belonged to ABC music. Family. ABC oh, Family okay. was allowed to like. Oh no! It was twenty four thousand dollars just for the song "Time After Time." One <gasps> oh percent of the movie's budget was just for "Time After Time." The full music budget for the movie was one million dollars, and rightfully so because that's a great soundtrack. I it have that as well. An there's two soundtrack. of them. There's two of them. Yeah. I, like, when I heard Time After Time in Napoleon Dynamite, I was like, no, no, this belongs to Romeo and Michelle. <laughs> it doesn't even belong to Sydney Get off. No. And then everyone's like, can he, uh, Napoleon Dynamite, I'm sorry, can he, can he is in fucking center stage with Zoe Saldana playing a ballerina. <gasps> center stage. Center stage. Oh my gosh, with, um, a, or ABC <laughs> instead of ABT. Not ABT, because we couldn't get the license. They couldn't say it, they're like, ABC. There is a center stage, too. Oh, no. Starring Chloe from Dance Moms. Not starring. She's she's the friend. It was straight to Lifetime. That's even better than what we watched. Uh, but we'll get into that. We'll get uh, into uh, that. Dear, yeah, I've, I feel God. like I've already, yeah, I'm properly vented, and now I can just break this shit down. For real. So, originally, Romy and Michelle was going to be a sitcom called Just Temporary. They filmed the pilot. Nobody wanted it. And then, like, two years later, they're like, hey, what if we made this a movie? They made the whole movie, and then the studio that paid for it was like, this movie's too weird, we don't want to release it. And they had to fight for, like, another year. The original. Yeah, the original. Okay. They had to fight for, like, another year to release it. Finally released it, they're like, no one's gonna like it, they give it, like, the world's smallest release. It actually did pretty good at box office, for how little attention it got. Yeah. And then they were going to make a sitcom, which is Romeo and Michelle in the beginning. Ugh. It didn't do well, so then they made a TV movie. Wow. And, and all of this, here. all of this is based on a play called The Ladies' Room, which starred Lisa Kudrow in its oh. original inception. So Lisa Kudrow followed this shit 
from beginning to end, and then dropped off at Romeo Shell in the beginning. She's like, yeah. mm, nope, mm-hmm. nope. Mm-hmm. She's like, I have to, I have to tap out. <laughs> Too much, gone. Tap out. And also, like Cruel Intentions, there's a musical now. For Romeo and Michelle. I know that was part of the reason where you're like, actually, we should so go that one because, yeah. It opened in Seattle. Some of these songs are uh, Businesswoman Special and yeah, I Invented I Post-Its. Um, I I very much want to see it, but I looked it up and it was not getting good reviews. Oh, no. Poor Romeo and Michelle. They're saying, like, part of what made the movie so weird was, like, it just was so fucking, it was so good because it was so weird and just yes. like, what the fuck? I don't get this. And the musical is just scrubbed clean bubblegum. And does it do that thing where it's, like, too self-aware? I think so. Where it just loses all sort of originality. Is that a word? Well, the first half of the show is just them in high school. Oh. And then the second half is them, ten years later, going back to the reunion, rather than flipping back and forth like they do in the movie, which I think for the sake of, like, makeup and costume changes, they had to. Probably. But I, yeah. I feel like you have to open with them as the 10 years later and then show the high school. And yes. Then, but yeah. they. Go, I love a flashback. I love a flashback. I love flashbacks. That's like my favorite, um, more, you know, part of storytelling is a flashback. Grown adults playing teenagers. Yes, please. <laughs> Janine Garofalo is for sure 17 in that flashback. She didn't even look 27 or 28, <laughs> which is what you're supposed to be. That I know. She was definitely in her 30s. Janine Garofalo. I love Janine Garofalo. I do too. She's one of the stars of this film. I love She's her. amazing. So unironically, I love Janine Garofalo. And you want to know something? What? I'm getting ahead of myself. No Janine Garofalo equivalent. No Heather Mooney. They could have done it in the opening. They could have had a like little Heather to at least make you and me laugh. Just like a, I think we're the only like, ones that have watched this. Like so. no lines. Just like a sullen girl with black hair and eyeliner. Oh, I would like love a cigarette. that. Like her in the background. Yes, yeah, just just, like, just a sullen girl with a cigarette would have made my day. Uh huh. Um, so in the original, um, so the director is David Merkin, and he says the reason the original worked so well is because their rehearsal process, because they kept getting shuffled forth and shuffled back and released, we're not getting released, they rehearsed for like six months together. Oh my god. Is that why they're... That's, they're they they're such good chemistry. They actually became friends. Okay. Because it was like, they were flying, they were actually flying on location to Tucson to shoot something, and like they didn't bring anything, for some, they were like flying last minute, so they didn't have time to like pack anything to read or something. And Mira Sorvino and Lisa Kudrow were reading the Sky Mall catalog and just laughing their asses off. And David Merkin was like, this is going to be a great movie. Yeah. Like, they can laugh reading a catalog together. They are friends. They're going to be fucking hilarious. Um, They went to Vassar and Harvard, uh, respectively, Mira and Lisa. I know Lisa got, I knew she was Ivy League. I know she Mm -hmm. got a... Was it biology mm-hmm. degree? Yeah. So their nicknames for each other on set were Smart and Smarter. Smart and Smarter. That's so cute. I didn't know Mira went to Vassar. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Lisa went to Vassar. What? I thought she went to... Wait. Did I take my notes wrong? Probably not. Probably not. Um, I'm probably oh, wrong. Kudra went to Vassar. Yeah, Kudra went to Vassar and Mira went to Harvard. Shit. I know. That color me impressed. I know. Um... And so the original cast is Lisa Kudrow, Mira Sorvina, Janine Garofalo, Alan Cummings, Kristen Bauer, Justin Thoreau, uh, Jennifer Aniston's future husband. Do you think that's how they met? <gasps> Do you think? Probably not. That Lisa Kudrow was like, uh, Justin, have you met my friend Jennifer? <laughs> they didn't have any scenes together, did they? 
They were in the same movie. I guess that's it true. could have been. That was another note. Was there was no fuck. Sorry, I'm using the F word a lot. Oh, it's I like, cut it's a crutch. Fucking storm. it's a crutch because I have a lot of feelings. There was no Justin Theroux in this. No, and there's no cowboy in the musical. They cut the cowboy. Oh, I loved that though. They're like it, it just it wasn't working. Um, and Will Ferrell had a cameo that got cut. In Romeo and Michelle, the original one. Yeah, it was like this whole thing where she had this cell phone and like the A the A team or whatever was like. Oh, if you're so important, how come nobody's calling you on your very important cell phone? <laughs> and so she asked Will Ferrell, the cater waiter, can you, like, call my cell phone and I'll, like, pretend to be, like, really fancy. And in the midst of him, like, getting behind the curtain to call, they discovered that they did not, in fact, invent post-its. And so she's, like, crying and on the phone and he's like, oh, uh, Miss Romy, it's very important. And she's like, <laughs> I don't want to tug you anymore. And he, like, is trying to keep going with the skit and it's not working. But they felt like the joke undercut the actual sadness of that scene, so they cut okay. it. Which that's, I kind of agree. I agree, too, but that's pretty amazing. I didn't know... Yeah. I don't know nearly as many fun facts as you do about this. This I is Alan it. Cummings' first role playing an American. Oh. And the first movie he shot in the U.S. Really? I mean, great choice, Alan Cummings. Genius. So genius. You're like, I'm gonna do very deep, introspective European roles for several years. <laughs> and then Romeo and Michelle. And be Sandy Frank. <laughs> Sandy Frank with your giant notebook. Which is... A genius role. <laughs> Should I get your giant notebook, Sandy? <laughs> One of my favorite moments of the original is when Janine Garofalo sees ha- Alan Cummings. It's like, the fuck, fuck was I thinking? thinking? Yeah. It's completely over him. He's like this kind of stud with a ton of money. So it's like, what the fuck was I thinking? And the giant sneakers. The giant white rubber sneakers. The rubber that's in all the sneakers. He yes. mentioned a special kind of rubber. Like, for condoms? <laughs> so why were people not shading that, but they were shading the post-it thing? Because if you, I mean, first of all, that was fake. But yeah. if you invent something that's used everywhere, mm-hmm. you're going to make a ton of money. And no one should be shading you. So there was a whole joke about this that also got cut in script. I deep okay. researched it. You so, deep dive. Post-its were released while they were still in high school. <gasps> post-its were wow. in use since 83, and they graduate from high school in 87. 87, yeah. So, it'd be like if in this year I'm like, I invented the iPhone. Which, like, theoretically I could have done when I was 11. Well, I invented fidget spinners. Well, duh. Yeah. Those I had ADD are- as a kid. <laughs> Isn't just, like, playing with stuff and not paying attention to a fidget spinner? Essentially. I mean, we just called it paper clips and binder clips and whatever we found on the floor in our hands. The pens that had all the different colors that you could... And you tried to click more than one at once? And it got jammed. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I should should get some royalties for that. But yeah, so I mean, like, like, that's the thing, is so much went into the original. That dance sequence, they practiced it for four weeks. Mm -hmm. They had three different versions. One was, like, a comedy, one was, like, a legitimate one, and one was just the two of them, which didn't work. Didn't work. Did, um, did Mira, did Romy, we'll call them by their names, did she have ballet training? I think she must have. Her feet looked good. And, like, when they're doing, like, their little ballet moves, they look legit. They do. And Romy, Mira, was dating Quentin Tarantino at the time, which is why, like, there's all these little, like... they're eating big kahuna burgers in one scene, uh-huh. and, like, there's, like, red apple cigarettes advertising oh, so in their apartment. so a lot apartment. of, like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, girlfriend, you get stuff from my universe. So, theoretically, Romy and Michelle exist in the Tarantino universe. Wow. I didn't know, I feel like I knew she dated Tarantino, yeah. but I forgot all about it. But I yeah. like, I like that. But he was like, hey, girlfriend, take some stuff from my cinematic universe. Oh. I like it. Romy and Michelle, like... 
Quentin Tarantino style. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. Romeo and Chelsea's Uh At the end, they just blow the that whole... That blew my mind, They Chelsea. blow the reunion away. They nice. just light the whole theater on fire. <laughs> There's a giant laughing Jewish woman on a screen. Smalling Clarice bastard about it. Can you tell that, like, that took my words away? I was like, What? That's one of the most incredible things I've heard in, like, the past half year. They just quit Tarantino the last half of the movie. There's no Sandy Frank. There's no dance sequence. They just kill everybody. Oh, God. Okay, so I sent you a very important quiz. You did. You want to know what I... You say first. I was a Michelle. (gasps) I was a Romy. (gasps) I'm so shocked you were a Michelle. Really? I, I was like, if I'm not a Michelle, this quiz is stupid. Well, because I'm not you sending seem, this. you seem more like the alpha, and that was kind of Romy. I guess so. Not that the alpha means you're better; it certainly uh. doesn't. That's for sure. Um, but it, you seem more like the one in control. I definitely do like captain the ship a lot of the time. But I guess Michelle could. But do I think that. it was just kind of like the like, oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the whimsy of it. It's it's the want to captain the ship, and sometimes you just don't want to. Yeah. But I thought for sure you were going to get a Romy, and I thought for sure I would get a Michelle. Well, we don't know <laughs> nothing. No. But we have a Romy and a Michelle. This is perfect. This quiz is going to go away. We took a BuzzFeed quiz, guys. I will post it with the episode. So you, in fact, can too, too can see if you are a Romy or a Michelle. This is hitting me hard, Moscow Mule. I'm such, I'm such a lush. It's not hitting me at all. I feel refreshed. <laughs> I feel refreshed. I mean, I'm a little bit hungover. Oh, really? Uh, I should be. Tequila I shots last fair. night. But you said you didn't take any. No, but I was still drinking. I just didn't do tequila shots. Fair enough. Ha-ha. I was drinking at the fair, but I also ate a lot of greasy food, so. Same that it counters it out. I was like, I'm going to just have a Caesar salad with my three vodka sodas. <laughs> my friend that went with me. Sorry, this is totally a tangent. Do it. She can't eat and drink at the same time, so she ended up ralphing. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but it was during the concert we were at. We saw the Fab Four. And she's like, "Can we go to the bathroom real fast?" And she was a rallier. Yeah, she's like, "Okay, I'm better now." If people can boo and rally, then respect. She's like the most quiet person. She was not dramatic about it. She went and came back, and she was fine. Well, that was fucking Becca in Vegas when she we were like, "Okay, you ready to get in the taxi?" She's like, mm-hmm. "One second. Ooh, okay, let's go." All, <laughs> I'm like, all over my placer. No, no. <laughs> Let's go clean you up. No, I'm fine. To her credit, that was at the very end of the night. That was the taxi ride home. Yeah. And then she threw up in the taxi. Ooh, I forgot that. She got one foot out of the car on the sidewalk, leaned out, and then back into vomit. And then I had to pay $100. Oh! There's nothing more sobering than watching your friend yak. Yeah. That was her 21st. It was her 21st birthday in Vegas. I was was 25, so I was like the adult. Completely within her rights. Yeah, I was like the adult there, and I was like, I don't know what to do. We got her a wheelchair. That was what we did. That's right! Oh my god. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I don't know if this is too insular or what, but yeah. Oh my god. Rebecca was on this, so. She was. You guys know Rebecca. She was episode one. Yeah. She ended up in a wheelchair on her 21st birthday in Vegas. It was legit. As most people do, my friend Genevieve did, and she got her period all over it. (gasps) Shout out to Genevieve. Oh, no. Okay, so back back to Romeo and Michelle. Romeo and Michelle. (laughs) So in the original, they're in Venice Beach. They're watching Pretty Woman. They have so much, like, ba- so much of their banter was improvised, which is why it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Like, when she's like, I hate throwing up in public. And Lisa Kudrow goes, me too! <laughs> improvised. Which is why they cut sharp right there, because Mira just broke down laughing. She's like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Um, the taquitos. The taquitos. <laughs> I thought those yucky taquitos. <laughs> um, oh, they're all about junk food, clubbing. There's the fake sex scene with Ramon. Oh, I can't roll my R's, you guys. Ramon! That's why I took French. Yeah. 
Oh, there's the there's the whole thing with the jaguar. Tucson, here we come! Watch out, Tucson, here we come! One of my favorite <laughs> quotes. Over and over. Um, it did bother me though that Michelle didn't work and Romy was like a check not a checkout person, like a service person at Jaguar and they afforded that apartment. Yeah. Yeah, and that that, that fucked with my suspension of disbelief. She but said that's okay. She said unemployed. And she goes, Well, you were just working as a as a girl at a clothing she said store. She used to work as a sale, whatever. I feel like she, like, recently got fired. I don't okay. feel like it was like, I'm And she definitely got fired she didn't leave. Yeah. Because I agree. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Sorry, Michelle. Yeah. Sorry, Michelle. Um, so, like, all the little small details are completely what make the original. Like. Yes. The, just the, the teeniest detail. Like, in her dream sequence, the dream reunion. is amazing. There's balloons shaped like the magnets like that the were magnets. stuck on her back. And. My favorite quote from that is like, come, I've got boxes of Kleenex. <laughs> like, it's just all the little things. But yeah, you know what's funny is I only noticed the magnets this time watching it. And Jeez. I've seen that thing like 50 times. Jeez. And like that the A-team's cocktails coordinate with their drinks. With their, 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 with their outfits. Yeah. yeah. Like the lime green one has a lime green one and the pink one has the pink one. And the because blue, like, they're simpletons, you know? Yeah. Except for the one who works for Vogue. Hers doesn't coordinate. Because even in a dream sequence, they're like, she's not like the others. She's the smart. And I know she's, she's a like, more independent woman. She's supposed to be the nice one, but I instinctively don't trust that actress because of Parent Trap. She played a bitch in the 90s a lot. I'm like, which is probably why I'm drawn uh, to her naturally. You tried to split up Lindsay Lohan and Lindsay Lohan. I don't trust you. It's okay, because she got that lizard in her mouth. She did. Oh, God. I wish there was a Parent Trap 2, just so I had an excuse to talk about there Parent Trap There is a more. Parent Trap 3. From the 80s, but it was like, it was these blonde triplets. And the only reason I know about this is because they went to, this is back when I actually went to church, they went to my church. (gasps) What? And I do believe Haley Mills was in it, but I'm not sure if it was straight to video. I would hope so. Um, to be researched later. Oh my God, I will be so excited. Put a pin in that one. Pin, pin. Um, just so much good things about the original. The soundtrack being like 80% of them. Yes. Okay. It's time to Is talk it about time? it. I was. Oh. So we've had 22 minutes of delightful lightness and I, beauty. I need, hold on, let me take. And happiness. Out. I'm taking a deep gulp too. Mm. We're, we're about to go down. Down the hole. Oh, man. I have a lot to say. Okay. You can go back in my notes. See, I didn't even need to read my notes for that because it was just, I love it so much. Just happiness. So the original start, the, not the original. The original starts oh, in happiness. The prequel starts at their graduation in 1987 with a hard sepia tone, like, filter over the whole thing. Can I say the first frame, I believe, was a tumbleweed? Yes. Grow- blowing across a green lawn, <laughs> but a tumbleweed. That really set the tone for the whole movie for like, me. I-, I wrote it down. I was like, tumbleweed. And Uh-oh. it's their graduation. They're like, our graduating class. Woohoo, sagebrush. And the two turn around. And only because they're the only two in focus that they, do I know that they're supposed to be the leads of this movie? Yes. Because they look nothing like Mira or Lisa. No. In fact, that they are box blondes and that they are white women. That is where their similarities end. It, I can almost see a Katherine Heigl because she has the, the blonde hair and brown eyes, but I'm stretching a bit. Yeah. It's still, I, I thought she looked more like her than Michelle looked. Yeah. That's not saying much. It's yeah. really not. But, like, they, they did not, like, scour to find the per. No. They were like, uh, these two, they'll do. Yes. Um, they're wearing just straight Madonna costumes under their graduation outfits. 
Like, their prom outfits in the original were not that. They were very Madonna-inspired. They were not just, this is Madonna's outfit. Right. And there's a lot of these failed callbacks to the original, and yeah. this is one of them. And this is something I'll say throughout the whole podcast, so just tell me to shut up if you want. That was the only piece of 80s clothing in this movie. Did yep. you notice that? Yep. The whole wardrobe is 90s. Well, because then they do three years later, which I think they sharply flipped to three years earlier. So it's like, okay, it's 1990. This is 90s fashion now. It's 90s. It is 90s. Which like, is totally not. Yeah. No. Like, I watched Beverly Hills 90210. It still looked very 80s yeah. until, well, I watched all the reruns. It was a bit before yeah. my time. But, yeah, it just, and it, it distracted me the whole film. Yeah. And, like, they're, uh, I've already touched on this. They're, like, in the original, their accents are, I can't even attempt to imitate them because they're so funny. Like, you, Lisa Kudrow's you do better than these. is so, like, light and funny. And Ro- fucking Michelle, she just has this, like, kind of deep voice. No, Romy. Romy. Sorry. See, this is the that fucking Moscow, original fuck yeah. me up. Um, like, she just has this kind of deepish voice. And she kind of just talks right here the whole Ooh, movie. Ooh, Michelle. Yeah. And it's just so fucking funny. And in the prequel, they're both like, oh my god, like Michelle, like we're gonna go to like California. Well she I, I feel like Katherine Heigl tried, and I don't like Katherine Heigl. Sorry. No. no. Lady, I, I don't I don't like you too much. You're very um, rude. So rude. I, I walked I was at that twenty seven was it twenty seven dresses premiere mm-hmm. and she was a bitch to everybody. So oh, that was that whole thing where they killed her on Grey's Anatomy twice. Yeah. And I, I was like, mm, nope. I get sued for that. You're mean. Anyway, so I feel like maybe Allegedly. she tried. Allegedly. She was, in my opinion, she could have been having a bad night every time she meets someone. But I feel like she sort of tried. Mm-hmm. But it just. It didn't. It was so bad. It didn't work. Um, so then they're like, we're going to move to California. How much money do we have saved? $60. Okay. Hard, hard snap to three years later. How much money would we have? $68. Mm. Um. What were they? What? <laughs> Excuse me? And they're in the line to go to the movies. So they're not like pinching pennies here. No, they're not. That's at least in 1990. That's like 10 bucks right there. Yeah. So scratch that to 58. And they're in line to see a pretty woman, which they love. Which they love. I'm sorry. The opening scene of the original is them like, no matter how many times we watch it, I love ripping this movie to oh, shreds. That is a good point. Because it's so dumb. That's a really good point. I didn't think about that. Where and they loved it because they thought it was stupid. But in this, they like, they the, based their journey off of Their that entire film. prequel is Let's Live Like Pretty Woman. Also, they never call her Julie Roberts. They never call her by your character's name, which I can't remember. They're like, oh. We'll be just like Pretty Woman. I don't her, name her name is not Pretty Woman. <laughs> Maybe they... Could they not say the name or something? Could they not say the name Julia Roberts? Because they name dropped about a million other celebrities. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. That's a brilliant like, And they say Richard Gere. They're like, this is Richard Gere's house. No, I mean the character's name. Oh, I, I can't remember his name. I don't care about Pretty Woman. No. Sorry. I like Pretty Woman, but like I watched it later in life. So I'm like, I know I'm watching this because I'm supposed to. Right. Well, Richard Gere's hot in it. Yes. But that's a good quote from the original that uh, I love when they finally let her shop. <laughs> there can't. was nothing even remotely that funny. Sorry, I'm clapping again. That's okay. For this one. And Lisa Kudrow's just like, <gasps> of, of joy. Yeah. <laughs> I just like it when they let her shop. I'm sorry. I'm just like, so good. Oh my god. Um. So yeah, they love Pretty Woman. They're like, we're gonna move to LA and be just like Pretty Woman. I'm like, Okay. 
Okay. And so after three years of desperately trying to save money, after seeing a single movie, they're like, fuck it, let's go. Let's let's get in our car and just go to California. We should go. They are in Pretty Woman Halloween costume and wigs. From the Dime Halloween store. They, th- this isn't even Ricky's. This isn't even... <laughs> <laughs> this is an even like Halloween club. This is CVS bagged the Halloween aisle. Yes. Yeah. This Oof. rough, dark, rough, rough. Um, their laugh made me want to kill myself. Wait, I don't recall the laugh. <laughs> for probably <laughs> for a straight thirty seconds oh. every time they laughed. No, no, I do remember this. That high. Um, that loud. I was watching it on my iPad, and the sound on my iPad is, like, not great, mm-hmm. so I feel like maybe it saved my life there. I had it plugged into my Apple TV. Uh-oh. Just... <laughs> so it just blew oh, your eardrums my out. eardrums. Yeah, I think maybe no. that saved me, is that I heard it in a... Just in a less volume. A muted. Because I can't deal with stuff like that. Yeah. I, just certain sounds I can't deal with. It, it was so high-pitched and so loud... And then so long. I was like... So they run across a group of prostitutes. They're like, how do you find a John? How much do you charge? What if they want to do icky stuff? What if you don't want to go back with... And they're like, go home to Tus- Go home to Hicksville. Which I agree, because then the film would have ended. And, God, we'd all would have been spared. Yes. And they immediately, like, get pulled by a John. And he's like, I want one of you. How much? Like, we're having a really bad herpes outbreak. <laughs> and they run around the corner giggling. And there's a vending machine in a random alley, for whatever reason. Yes. And there's a guy, and he, like, sees them in their hooker wear, and he gives them a dollar, and he's like, I pray you change your life. And then he walks away. He walks away. I agree with him, though. And then immediately they are arrested. Which, one of the notable lines from this film, because it really made no sense, it wasn't supposed to make sense. No. But it just didn't even, it was what she said there. And it was something, oh, like, what did you think she was going to do? Lick his neck for a dollar? And that stood out to me because I was like, I know it's supposed to be something stupid, but it just made no sense. Yeah, but this cop is like, once money changes hands, it's solicitation. No, it's not. No, it's not. And second of all, the guy handed them a dollar? He handed one of them a dollar and walked away. So first of all, why are both of them getting arrested? Well, it's also not solicitation. Wow, that's a hard one. Because they didn't offer him anything for it. No. And I feel like cops have better things to do Yeah, he. But this cop in her jean jacket, hanging in an alley, was like, "Uh Ah, these two sluts. I'll get them. Exactly. Um, And they are are just arrested. They're taken to jail. They're getting their... They're getting their mug shots. They're being real cute about... Oh, no! No, wait! They got to take a million takes for your mugshot, which... They pull by Ozone. <gasps> You're right. In in this cop car, at the world's longest red light, they stop in front of Ozone, which is the world's hottest club, and they see Linda Fasciabella, which was... Could you be Linda Evangelista a little bit more? Oh, I know. I thought the same thing. And then like, they, that's like a weird Italian-y... They directly say Linda Evangelista later in the film. I'm like... <laughs> Oh, so she is, okay. Fashionista, like, yeah, no. And that was played by Kelly Brook. That is one person I did know. She's a British glamour model. Yeah. I didn't know she'd ever acted. I don't think um, she did. 
That's true. <laughs> but she was one of the better actors in this. She was. I'm going to say that for her. Good for you, Kelly. So they're like, oh my god, once we get to Ozone, everything's going to change. Okay, so Ozone is the MacGuffin of this movie. We now know. <laughs> once they get to Ozone, the movie is over. Cool. It's the Infinity Stone. That's it's, the Oz. It's the Unobtainium. Like, it's everything. It's 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 the thing. they got to get to Ozone. It's the thing you're reaching for, that brass ring, if you will. And so then they're in jail, and the glorious shining light of this movie comes in. Which is Alexander Billingsley. Or Alexander Billingsley. Donna? Donna. It's Billingsley. It's Billingsley. She's from Transparent. You know I've never seen that, right? <gasps> okay. I'm so she sorry. She is an amazing, amazing, like, trans actress. She's, like, a goddess. Like, I don't understand why her and RuPaul aren't best friends. Like, she's so part of the LGBT community, and she's so amazing, and I love her. How have I never heard of her? That seems exactly like someone that I would have heard yeah. of. Yeah. Like, no, but she is the bright, shining light of this movie. <laughs> Thank God. Um, so she's getting arrested as well, and she's wearing a wig, and she's like, I was putting on a show, and we have a different definition for the word lewd. I'm like, she wasn't putting on that accent. Sorry, that was just me. Um, that was like a um, like a Mae West yeah. thing that you did. Come on, right fuck me in the ass sometimes. <laughs> do we all watch RuPaul's Drag Race? All of us? We do. All of us? <laughs> yes. We do. Did you see that season three for All Stars leaked? No. Who leaked? Because they did a talent show again, and they let audience members in for the talent show. Oh, no. Which well, one? that's their fault. Stupid. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I, if anything leaks, I stay away. Like, like Game of Thrones has been leaked. It's like, oh, well, I, I'm not I stay fucking watching that. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm still saving myself. Saving myself for HBO. <laughs> I never saved myself for anything else, so I'll save it for, for Game of Thrones. But yeah, you we know, know we know who the 12 queens are who are competing. Which okay, I'm well, just, that's fine, I'll wait. I'm very excited. Um, Can I say that Donna looked like Tom Sandoval from... Oh my god! When, when I hope you guys are Bravo fans, but I kept seeing Tom when he dressed up in the drag for the Bachelor Bachelorette. But what I also liked was I do believe the villain had the last name Schwartz. Schwartz. So that was there was like a Vanderpump tie for me. Villa Schwartz. But I think I was just trying to find something that I enjoyed in this film. Pump caught on fire. You know, I think it's caught on fire a couple times, or maybe that was Villa Blanca. Pump caught on fire. This no. Two of Lisa's houses have caught on fire. One of her pubs in London is caught on fire. Villa Blanca is caught on fire. And Pump is caught on fire. It's called, you gotta rewire the place or something. I'm no electrician. Either that or someone you really doesn't like Lisa Vanderpump. False. Um, yeah, you gotta update the place, Lisa. But Ariana's brother was the one who saved the day. He smelled smoke and got everybody out. No, I still don't really like him. <laughs> still not a Me fan. Me either, but he saved Pump from burning to the ground, without which we would not have this new season. Fair enough. Um, Thank you, Jeremy? Jared? I don't cares. know. You're dumb. We hate your sister. Yeah. I mean, no, we don't because Moss is friends with her. We love Ariana. I don't feel too much about um, Ariana. Like, sometimes I like her. Sometimes it's like, meh. I just, she's like, I hate when people are fake and judge people. Turns immediately to the left and is fake and judges people. I'm like. There is issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's issues. Like, I feel like Stassi is a bitch and she knows she's a bitch and she's a bitch and being a bitch, which I've is I've always liked Stassi. I know she gets a lot of shit, but I've always liked But then her. Ariana's like, I'm not like those other girls, and then is immediately like them. Yes, you have to know thyself, me. you know? Yeah. Sure which is be a bitch. quote in there somewhere. I'm just too dumb to remember it. Be a bitch, it's fine, but then don't pretend like you're not a bitch. Yeah, don't pretend like you're above it, lady. Okay. So yeah, we keep getting away from this because we're just, trying so hard not to talk no about this movie. No one was enjoying this film. So Romy and Michelle get out of jail, and they're close a week from jail, and they're just standing on the sidewalk, looking sad. They're like, "Where do we go? A motel? How do we find one of these?" I'm like, 
How do oh, you pay for one? So you guys just rolled up to LA, rolled up to CVS, bought your hooker outfits, and were like, go! Like, you... There was no plan? There was no plan. You didn't have money for hotel, motel, holiday inn. They had $68. $68, which, which they spent all on gas. That's gone now. They spent yeah. on gas and bad wigs. It's that, yeah, that shit is gone. And now. they do this so, super sad panning out shot of them, which is like, wah, 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 wah. what are we gonna do now, Romy? I don't know, Michelle. Oh. And then Alexander Billingsley pulls up in a yellow Mustang and she's like, get in, bitches! The Christ figure, if you will. She yeah, is. She, she saved this movie she and their saves lives. them. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And she's like, I'm going to Europe for two weeks. You can stay at my house and watch my cat. I'm gonna go get divorced and also get a little bit of surgery. Wink, wink, nod, nod, wink, wink. Um, get a little reconstruction. I don't know if she said that, but in my memory she did. Yeah. I know she mentioned a surgery that she was did. changing. Yeah. And they run into the two bland white boys of this movie, Taylor and Chad. So boring. Taylor and Chad. If um, I had better Wi-Fi in my parents' house, I would have, like, kind of skipped. But that would have thrown off the whole film. Yeah. I was... It, I it was, would have, like, it would have been buffering forever. Uh-huh. It just... Yeah. Yeah, I watched this at my parents' house. And in my old bedroom, there's not very good Wi-Fi. I don't <laughs> know why. So, yeah. It just... Just bland, bland, bland. And because... Okay, so Alexander Billingsley, Donna, is wearing the same wig as Romeo and Michelle. So he's like... Oh, they're all three wearing the same wigs. They must all three be drag queens. Yes. So those two clearly female women. Clearly female. Are yes. like, he's like, they're uh, not Tom Sandoval. He's like, you can buy boobs, but uh, you can't resize your hands. Check their hands. Which uh, I checked her hands. They were fine. Don't be attracted to them, for sure. Um, and then they go off to Donna's apartment. And Donna, what, what was she doing in jail? Because she seemed like a very successful woman. It was her, her review was lewd. So she was doing some kind of drag show. Do you see how much I spaced out? I I took my Ritalin before watching this film, (laughs) and I still missed a lot of these things. I mean, to be fair, and you're about to feel really sorry for me, I watched this shit twice. How did you? I wanted to. I aspired to. When I sat down, I was like, this is just the first go through. I have to watch it twice to get everything. I had to turn on the original immediately after, just to like, (laughs) to feel good. I watched the sequel, and then the original, and then the sequel again. And then the sequel. Are you Okay. I am. Do you feel okay? I, there's a reason I'm drinking. Okay. Um, so, um, there's just this odd singing throughout the apartment complex, oh. and Donna's like, that's Elena, our housekeeper. We let her sing when she cleans. Oh, you let her? How generous, wicked stepmother. That's so nice of you, yeah. And she was, did not sound like Cinderella. She didn't even have that good of a voice. And it clearly wasn't her. She was dubbing, because that's that girl <laughs> from Devious Maids. That's the only thing oh, I know that actress Is that on Lifetime? It's on Lifetime or it's on Oxygen. Something like that, yeah. Um, And so she's cleaning this bitchy, bitch, bitch, bitch woman's apartment who we later learn. Oh, five scenes later we learn her name is Ashley. Ashley Schwartz, right? Ashley Schwartz. The most underwhelming villain in the world. Her acting was manic. She talked like this. She had a very deep voice. And she ran like she was a shih tzu. Like she was always just turning very sharply and jerking and running. And her wig was terrible. Yes. Terrible. I noticed. I don't know if it was bad wig or bad extensions, but her hair was bad. It was a wig. Like, if you looked at the hairline, oh, it was bad. Was just she could break to the seat move. Yeah, she she was a horrible... That's our villain, pretty much. Quote, unquote, our villain. Horrible villain. And so she's just like, Elena, come on, estas me blue t-shirt. Donna, estas me shirt azul. You have to put them in... <laughs> it's with the Blanco Estrella shirt. You must get the Blazul shirts away from the Blanco shirts. 
understandamente, like, and Elena's, like, fully perfect English. She's like, yes. you're a bitch, fuck you. And she's like, you spoke English this whole time? Why didn't you tell me? She's like, and missed out on your great Spanish? I'm like, ah, <laughs> best joke of the whole movie. Yes. I let this dumb white bitch she speak awful Spanish to me for God knows how long. Oh. Um, was she the maid for the whole apartment complex? Apparently. Okay. She just came and went. Yeah, she was just there and then not. Um, but you're right, that was kind of a golden moment. Yeah. It was. And she she goes stomping out of Ash's apartment and she takes her two Ferragamo shoes and <laughs> throws them in the trash, still in their box, still in the bag, just <clears throat> trash. Two pairs of red shoes, which is another Wizard of Oz parallel, don't you think? They're the ugliest shoes. Or I kept thinking of that ballet, The Red Shoes. Oh, Which is what I shoes. wish would have happened. I saw The to. Red Shoes 37 times. I swear to God, I'm not lying. That was a deep cut chorus line reference, everyone. Sorry. Um, Sorry. But I kept thinking, I was like, I wish that would have happened to them when they put on these shoes. Just, mm-hmm. Doesn't she? Yeah. So, The Red Shoes. Oh, God. Good story. Doesn't she, like, dance till her feet come off or something? Yeah, something like that. Oh, I wish that would have happened in this film. Continue. Yep. It would have been over so much faster. And then Romeo and Michelle died. Um, but then came back for the reunion. Okay, so si- simultaneously, these valet pink polo shirt wearing bros, a apparently very successful and very famous, we learn later, drag queen, and this cunty, cunty, cunty PR person all live in the same apartment complex. The so same West Hollywood apartment complex. Yeah, but in what universe? My how, friend... How do the valets live there? My friend lives in an apartment in L.A. I will not name the apartment complex because I'm nice. In this apartment uh-huh. complex live Tara Reed, Ed Westwick, and Scarlett Johansson. <gasps> you know she's my queen, right? Yeah. I we, live for Scarlett Johansson. The only reason my friend lives there, and I'm not going to name this person, is because he's banging a Bravo executive and he's paying for the apartment. Like, Okay, I was going to say, who are you swallowing to get that? And yeah. I don't judge because I wish I had that set up. Oh, do yeah. it. I don't care. Guess what? Who's not living there? Valets. No, valets are not living in the same apartment. valets in the entire world. Yeah. That one's teeth and the, yeah. the really judgy one. I was like, you are in no position to judge. I love Scarlett Johansson. I love Scarlett Johansson. And it was somebody, because we were like, we were waiting just for our Uber in front of the, the building because we went out later. Mm-hmm. And we were talking to the doorman. We're like, oh, does such and such live here? And they're like, oh, no, they moved out. We're like, does such mm-hmm. and such live here? And they're like, oh, no, uh, they used to have a place here, but once they had their kid, they moved out. We're like, what about Scarlett Johansson? And he's like, I can't say. We're like, Aww. you realize by saying I can't say, you just told us. You he's confirmed, like, yeah. Shut up. Uh, well, she's lovely. I saw her in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof on Broadway. <gasps> Amazing. I hate you. You should. But I've been a fan of her since I was, like, 17, so that was a long time coming. Oh, Scarlett Johansson. I remember you having Scarlett Johansson magazines in Vegas. Oh, yeah, I probably brought one or something. Yeah. Or I bought one there. I just love her. You're like, is that know. Scarlett Johansson? Snatch. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have trouble throwing them away like a fucking hoarder. I was like that with Light and Meester for a while. I bought anything oh, she, she was yeah. on the cover of. Like, I had, like, several issues of, like, nylon and, like, us Weekly. I have the Scarlet Nylon. We all have that woman we connect with, mm-hmm. and that's, I guess that's just mine. And then she broke my heart, and she married Adam Brody. What's wrong with that? Uh, well, Sebastian Stan was going to propose to her. Like, he bought a ring, and it was- Well, a- the Winter Soldier? Yeah. No, they were dating for a long time, and he bought a ring, and it was a very, like, everyone knew in the media. Like, he was okay. seen buying a ring, blah, blah, blah. And so it was kind of this, like, tongue-in-cheek, like, oh, he's gonna propose. And she was in the middle of an interview, and they're like, oh, Lighten, have you ever considered marriage? Like, kind of, like, wink, wink, nod, nod, and she goes- um, you know, I thought about it, and marriage isn't really important to me. Like, if someone I really loved 
asked me to get married to them, oh, I'd probably say yes, but no. I don't see myself getting married anytime soon. And it was like, Ugh, ouch. What? And they broke up, and it was the saddest thing. I'm like, okay, so Lighten just doesn't want to get married. That's fine. That's fine. And then she nope. married Adam Brody. You could have had Sebastian Stan. You could have had someone from the Marvel Universe. You could have had Sebastian Stan. He is cute. And you fucking married Adam Brody. But that's that Harry Met Sally, when Harry Met Sally thing, or no, am I getting my things confused? No, it's when Harry Met Sally, when she's upset that her ex-boyfriend is getting married, and Harry's like, well, did you want to marry him? She's like, no, no. but why didn't he want to marry me? It's the whole, like, yep. you don't really want to get married, but the other person claimed they didn't want to either, and then mm-hmm. the person right after you. Yep. Yeah, so she yep. did that, and I don't like that. Yeah. And just... Fuck, we have to talk about this movie. We have to get through this movie. I have, like, nine pages of notes. We're on, like, page two. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, This is, like, what was that one movie they reviewed on Mother May Sleep with Podcast that was, like, a four-hour episode, but they barely talked about the movie? I don't know. Was that... I would hope it was Britney Ever After, because I barely got through that. It was the Hillary Duff one. Or the Haley Duff Haley Duff. It was the the secret husband one. Or his secret family. With Ronnie Cara, my favorite (laughs) person in the whole world. My favorite line was, I wore closed-toed shoes to record this episode because (laughs) I knew I'd be so bored I'd pick my toes. Yeah. (laughs) I love Ronnie. Ronnie's so fun. He's amazing. That was why I started listening to a lot of Malls' stuff is because I'm a huge Watch What Crappens person and Rose Pricks. Shout out to Ronnie. He's the best. I found Malls because... um, Karen was on that episode of Mother Mighty with podcast. Yes. For the Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe movie. Why am I uh Peterson? Um not Scott Peterson, that other Un- one. Untouchable. I'm Drew untouchable Peterson. Bitch. Drew Peterson. Yeah, Scott Peterson yeah. and Drew Peterson. Both murderous husbands. Um confusing. Horrible last Um but yeah, pretty much it was like, ooh, more stuff with Karen in Georgia. Ooh. What's this? This is amazing. <gasps> Malls yeah. has two more podcasts? Yes. yes. And I fell deep down the Malls hole. Um so, Romeo and Michelle are taking out the trash, and they find the shoes! They find the shoes, guys! Okay, also, their outfits are bold choices. They have fully curled and or crimped hair, earrings, necklace, bracelets, top, robe, no pants. They're just in underwear. Oh my gosh. Walking to the trash can. I'm like, that is a look. It's, it, it's a look. It's definitely not a 1990 look. That but... is. I, I, oh, okay. Okay. So they're in panties when they run into white boys one and two. Oh. And they're like, they're drag queens. I'm like, if her tuck is that tight, she's practically a woman. That is Roll with it. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Not only were these men useless in the film, they were stupid They too. provided nothing. And they, yeah, it, this was the scene where they found their, like, Target red flats in the trash. And then that's when they they're introduced Farrah these Farragano heels. I bet Farragano was offended. They're like, we would <sighs> never... We would never, yeah, how are they able to use that name? And they use Chanel later on? I don't know how they pulled any of that off. Mm, I blocked that out. Um, so, Romy is like, oh, they're gay, because they're wearing matching pink polos, and they live in More West believable. Hollywood. More believable. Like, At least that had merit. It's two grown men living in West Hollywood wearing matching they pink polos. They live together. Yeah, at least that was more believable than what, than their judgment. They must be a drag queen. You know, from a distance with the blonde wigs, I may have been like, oh, I wonder if they're drag queens. And then you see them up close, you're like, no, those are clearly women. Clearly women. Very feminine-looking women. Clearly women. There's no, like, square jaw or anything. No. And for, like, as cool as they are around Donna, because they're clearly, like, her friends and, like, yeah. support her and all this, they're real close-minded about Romy and Michelle when they think that they're drag queens. That is very true. Well, I think it... Yeah, the one was very judgy. The one that yeah, I couldn't she stand. Had. She had. With she the had. teeth. She had the teeth. 
Yeah, who I've seen in other stuff. He's recently. so familiar. He's I very familiar. Didn't he has care one of those to faces. I didn't care either. I but didn't I, care. I recognize him from something. So good for you because you're still working. I don't know who the other one was. No, he's not. You, he's not working. So bitchy, bitchy, bitchy lady. I have her in my notes as bitchy, bitchy, bitchy until because at this point we don't have her name. So she's an agent, and she's like the the big joke of her is she's always betting on the wrong horse. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, have you seen that great new Forever Twenty One? That new actor is going to be the greatest new thing. Johnny Depp, Psh, not that one. Like, Forever 21, 21 Jump Street. <laughs> 21 Jump Street, 21 Jump Street. But no, yeah, that was the troll on her was she always picked the wrong, she picked the other guy. Yeah, like, she, Johnny like Depp. Like, any oh. movie or anything, she's like, oh, such and such obvious star. No, follow a star who no one ever remembers. She was a terrible publicist. Okay, but here's the thing. The whole joke is like, Johnny Depp, he doesn't have a career. He had, this is 1990, according mm-hmm. to the movie. He was in Nightmare on Elm Street in 84. He was in Platoon at 86. And he's been on 21 Jump Street for three years at And this he was point. already the star of that. Like, yeah. it was after, like, what, the first episode? I'm sorry, I was two years old then. Yeah. But I'm pretty it, sure even I know this. It's not like tw- 21 Jump Street had, like, premiered this week. And they're like, ooh, huh? No. He was already famous. Edward Scissorhands was coming out later that year. <laughs> she... I did a deep dive into her stupidity. Yeah, well, you didn't even need to do a deep dive. I'm glad you did, because it's super entertaining. But Anything you, get away with you didn't even need movie. to. And she didn't even seem to have, I'm getting ahead of myself here with this masterpiece film, but she didn't even seem to have that much clout in the industry. She nope. kind of had to try to get into Ozone. Yeah. Um, yeah, some dime store. But she sees, she sees Romy and Michelle in her shoes, and she's like, oh my god, my bitter bitch cleaning lady threw those out. Those are actually my shoes. Fucking Elena or whatever. Can you give was. those back? And they're like, no. Which... Honestly, I side with Ashley on that one. I do too. I would have been like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. They were in the trash. I didn't know. My, you know, my roommate and I had a fight. She was angry. She threw my shoes at them. My brand new shoes. I spent my last paycheck on them. It's for this really fancy party. Mm-hmm. If the reverse had happened with Romy and Michelle and Ashley had been like, fuck you guys. I found the shoes. It would have been like, you bitch. No, they saved all that money for their Ferragamo. Like, I was honestly on Ashley's side at this point. I was too. In this fight. I was too, and it just it was just blatantly rude. That's not very Tucson behavior. No. Yeah. And the shoes aren't that cute, ladies. They're not. No, it wasn't worth going to battle over it. No. You got them out of the damn trash. Yeah. So, yeah, give them back. But that that's beside the point, because then, again, another part of the minutia that if that happened differently, we wouldn't have this film. Yeah. Um, so. I am feeling this Moscow meal a little bit now. Yeah. It's a little because bit. that sentence came out. A little seizure <laughs> But it made sense in my head, but I'm sure. I think sure. it made sense. Okay, thank God. I, re- right. I listened to this episode later. It's just two hours of awesome, awesome, awesome. No, no, we're not that bad. But if, if you're a drinker, I encourage you to have a drink during this episode. Yes. If you don't drink, that's fine. Have, um, have so, seltzer, but holy shit. Their whole way that they get away from Ashley is Romy goes, well, you can't take the shoes back because I outweigh you. And then walks away, and Michelle goes, did you just call yourself fat? <laughs> and she goes, yeah, but I think it worked. That's kind of funny. <laughs> That's like, that was one of the one jokes that, like, landed a little bit, because it was so dumb. It was so something that Lisa Kudrow would have said, like... I love a fat joke, Well, at least so. we didn't get fat. Oh, we're pregnant, you Well, I hope oh, your yeah. babies look like monkeys. <laughs> Why? <laughs> we are not the ones who got fat. <laughs> yeah, I always laugh at that, too. I love a, I love a fat joke, so... Oh, God. I miss the original so much. I do, too. And it's just getting worse. Um, uh, so, Michelle is singing Jingle Bells as she goes to do her laundry. I'm like, she was? Is that what she was singing? Yeah. I'm like, is it just that you couldn't, like, get any clearance for any song? Like, 
Yeah, you had to do something for the public domain. Like they did is stock music, all of it. Um, and there's boring white boy number two, who's the less annoying of the two, Taylor, and he's like, "Oh, what's that smell? Were you baking?" And she's like, "No." He's like, "Is it your fabric softener? I didn't use fabric softener. Oh, is yeah. it perfume? It's not perfume. I don't wear perfume. That's yeah. just you." And he just takes her hand, just sniffs her palm. Oh. Like, not even, like, her wrist, which is a little bit, like, ooh, just sniff like the perfume her palm. Thing. Yeah, your palm. Like, that's just you. Like, I saw where they were going with that, where it's like, oh, he's so attracted to her scent. Oh, so was he trying stupid. to check her hands? Because yeah, that was, was the thing. No, he the was. Bro- Remember later, he's like, her hands look, did he say her hands look fine, or did he say they were big? Yeah. because But it was still gross, because you could sniff her wrist and look at her hands. Yeah, because the bro guy was like, oh, you know, because they can buy boobs, but they can never downsize their hands. All all drag queens have giant hands, so check her hands. So maybe that's what it was, that he was trying to, like, check her he hands. He was, but he still could have been more smooth about it, and yeah. done the wrist, and just looked at the hand that's like, uh, attached to the uh, wrist. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, Stupid. So then... Romy and Michelle are just in the apartment, eating junk food, talking about gay guys. I did a spread of junk food for she, the two of us. I was going to say, she did a spread. She even included the cool ranch, which I asked for. But yeah, just the, the original Romy and Michelle spread. Which, if you guys followed the spoiler that I posted, well, this morning for me, a month ago for you guys, I posted a gif of just the pan over of the junk food. Oh. And I'm like, this is the movie we're reviewing. Can anybody guess? Which, if you can, holy shit. Um, Holy crap. I totally would have known. Go on you. Yes. Go on you. But we have corn Doritos. We have, uh, I, I'm on this new diet. It's fat-free gummy worms, candy corns. Oh, no, it, it wasn't. It was, it wasn't even fat-free. She's like, I have been doing this new diet of, what was it, gummy bears and oh. candy corn? Um, gummy yeah. bears, jelly beans, and candy, candy corn. Yeah, you threw in the fat-free trying to justify <laughs> it. <laughs> you were trying to help her. Yeah, oh. you look sweet. So I got I got the three of those to complete oh. our, our munching. It is beautiful. Which we are going to, and then I realized we can't eat any of them while we record. God damn it. No, I hate listening to people chew, mm. too. So, yeah, that I, can't, was I can't with that. the episode where Malls got super drunk, and I was like, the moment I knew she was so drunk, she started chewing her ice into mm. the mic. I'm like... Because the slurring, I'm like, she might just be, like, tired. Oh, sure. nope, nope, she's crunching eggs. She's gone. She's yeah. gone. Yeah, I can't. I can't when people are, like, eating. Um, I need a non-alcoholic beverage. Do you want one? Uh, I'm okay. I'm still nursing this little one right here. Okay, I'll be right back. So, Chad uh, is playing the guitar, and the song is, Love <laughs> I made a note is of this too. totally awesome. <laughs> Love is like a woman's bosom. <laughs> it's the actual yes. lyric he sings. Mm. And I'm being generous with his singing voice. Yeah, that actually had some tune to it. Yeah. It. Do you see how flat we fall when we talk about their scenes? I can't. Like, it's so boring. The two actors had no chemistry. Um... I can't even read my own handwriting because I fell asleep during their scenes. Um... Enough. Okay, everyone in this movie has such bad wigs, except for Alexandra Billingsley, because she clearly bought hers from home. Yes. She <laughs> She's was, like, she was a pro. No, no, I'll be bringing my own wigs. No, um, thank you, costume person. I got this. So she's going to Europe to get a divorce. This is the first time we hear her name, which is Donna. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to get gender reassignment. She tells him to take care of her house, drive her car, so her battery doesn't die. Cut to driving through the city in the yellow Cadillac. <laughs> like, they're trying to montage it. It's not working. Um, not working at all, and shitty car. I didn't like it. They have a map of the stars. They go to Richard Gere's house. It's a pile of dirt. They're like, 
But if he did live here, this is the very driveway he walked upon. And they, like, asked this random guy to take a photo of the two of them. And they, like, reenact the pose from the original. Yes, the, the poster from the original where they have the foot up. And she's like, it's so hard to hold your foot like this. I'm like, shut up. Shut up, yeah. You don't get to have meta about the best pose. Yes, because yeah, I didn't appreciate it. Every that. girl knows that because they tried to do that pose. And they're like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, especially in heels. Um... So my my favorite thing is clearly whatever day they paid for the permits for them to shoot at the beach, it was just overcast. It was not good. And they were like, oh, at least it's not sunny all the time like it is in Tucson. (laughs) They try to work it into the script. I did say something in my notes about the outfits they wore to the beach. I put blue and yellow outfit on the beach. What the fuck? It was what Romy was wearing. It had another fringed underwear. Bottoms thing. It was it was just an over accessorized again, not nineteen ninety no, at all. Very eighties. Which would have been easier to do. It, yeah. it was more like ninety seven to me. It was more like they were trying to do the colorful yeah. Romeo and Michelle thing, which is seven years too soon. Mm-hmm. But it was distracting. Just another thing that was overdone and too distracting. Yeah. I'm so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. So they're going to the beach. It's all overcast, and they're like, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they're like, oh, no, we forgot to save money to go to Ozone. I'm like, okay, Donna is back in two weeks. You guys still need somewhere to live. Like, yes, where it was like, okay, well, what's your future plan beyond these like, two weeks? Oh, I guess we have to get jobs. And then they stare at each other with such, like, disdain in their eyes. I'm like, <sighs> you guys were going to move to L.A., and the thought of getting jobs just occurred to you. Well, and they got the worst job, too. Selling chip witches. Yeah, chip witches. They had a little cart on the beach. Dollar fifty chip witches. They must have gotten that job right on the spot because they were wearing the same outfits. There's no, there's no like, ex- explanation. They are on the no. sand and then immediately have a chip witch cart. And, like... Which we never see. Again. Coin belt. Yep. Dulling out change. They're doing real well on the chip witch cart. And they count out the money. They're like, $44. We can go to Ozone. I'm like, you do owe some of that back You don't here. keep all the revenue. That was what... Yeah, I... I I was like, you don't keep all the revenue unless you sell. They prepay for like the sandwiches. It's like a like a pyramid scheme thing. Oh, like, a it's like you pay for the hundred sandwiches, and it's like if you don't sell them all, you lose that money. Oh, do they own the cart too? I don't know. No, I feel like it was cart. through the Chipwich company, Chip but it didn't make any sense. And why do they have to pay a cover to get into Ozone? Yeah, part no. of being a girl is you, you do don't the you don't because they still had to schmooze. Getting ahead of myself, they still had to schmooze to get in. But that should be your... You don't do that and pay. And then when they do get in, no one's paying a cover charge. No. Nobody. Nobody. But like, were they talking about the drinks in there? Because, again, you could get you some schmuck to pay. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's so clearly, like, we need money to go to Ozone. Let's have this hilarious ice cream song mm-hmm. scene. Was- not there's not a funny joke. There's... The, the lines are chip witches, chip witches, who wants chip witches, dollar fifty, dollar fifty, who wants chip witches. That's the full dialogue of the scene. Not needed. No, it because was Because I still so don't think of them as working girls. Bizarre. Like, because we never saw that chip witch thing again. If there had been, like, a funny thing where it's like, oh, today we sold chip witches, and the next day they're selling, like, boogie boards. The next day they're selling, like, sun... Like, they have, like... Like, hawking different things on like, the Like, they can never hold down a job, so they're just, like, selling something weird That every would have been day. a funnier montage. That would have been them funny. them just doing all the different, like, working in a shirt shop, like, the Jersey Shore or something. Yeah. Like, just going through all these shitty jobs. Or, like, they suck at every job, so it's like, well, I got three fifty from this job before I got fired, but I made four fifty at this. <laughs> Like that would have been funny. You're making you're you're too good. For I'm this fixing film. the movie. You're trying to fix I'm it. Fixing fix this which movie. Can, that which cannot be fixed. 
So they're getting... (laughs) (laughs) I'm dying, that's all. It's this film. Like, I I feel like we should just cut through the main parts. (laughs) Because if you go scene by scene, holy crap. Well, we can do however you want to do it. But my lord, yeah. Each scene, it's like, well... This was written really poorly. Yep. The wig sucked. Um, the dialogue fell flat. Yep. Um, I don't even... I know they go to Ozone. Oh, and then we're introduced to the lovely Linda, not Evangelista. Linda Foster Bella. Oh, yes. while they're getting ready, the, they discover the boys are not gay, and the boys discover they are not drag queens. Because oh my they God. both see each other inadvertently naked because of a snake. That's right. She goes into the shower scene. That's right. Yeah. See how this is coming back to me. Yeah. yeah. She like just has full foam in her hair. She's like, our shower's out of hot water. She's like, go across the hall with these gay guys we've spoken to once. They'll let you use their shower. And she walks in and there's a snake on the floor and she jumps on the couch and drops her towel and he's like, you're not a girl. And she like steps on a Playboy magazine and he's like, and you're not you're gay. You're not gay. Like. Oh no. Oh my god. Um, Funny little sitcom moment. So they just figured out that Donna used to be Dawn. Um, she, uh, which I'm like, okay, so if Donna is still, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit on, if she's still biologically a man, big ups on the LAPD for putting her in the women's jail. Yes, that was very progressive Respecting of them. the gender choices. I like it. Um, <laughs> so they're watching a Paula Abdul video and they're like, let's put together a dance. That dance sequence goes on. I hated A this minute dance. and a half too long. It was horrible. It was a horrible dance. It was trying to be like the little dance they do in the beginning of the original. Yeah. The cute little one at the, to stand alive. I think me and Rebecca learned that one because we did it at Girl Scout camp. Oh yeah, I learned that one with my friend Courtney. The little kicky yeah. dance? The little kickies at the you end. You always would kick your friends in the shins. You're like, no, you open and then I kick through and then yeah, you, you open and then I kick through. You like mirror each other. Yeah. yeah. So they were trying to do that and it just sucked. And they would do one move and then go, ooh, let's add this. And then yeah. play the music again and do the two moves. And then, but they did that but for like we should do seven this. moves. They would stop and restart it seven times. I couldn't. It was so bad. It's like that game you play, the memory game, where it's like, I went to the beach and I took a, a, a shovel. I went to the beach and I took a shovel and headphones. I went I to the beach sho- and I took a shovel, shovel and headphones. It was like that, but with horrible dance moves. Yeah. Um, and Katherine Heigl, not a good dancer. No. No move whatsoever. No. Like, no, no. no rhythm, whatever. Nope. No, no, no. It was horrible. No, no, no. So they're trying to get... Oh, they get... They pull up to Ozone. Um, they park really far away because this is L.A. Um, mm-hmm. And Ashley is in line. And she's like, you give me my shoes back. I'll get you into Ozone. And they're like, if she's lying, we won't have the shoes or Ozone. And they're like, no. And she's like, you'll never get into Ozone. <laughs> and she was in line. She was in line. And she had to, like, beg the bouncer to get in. They were looking at her like she's an idiot, which she is. She is. But- they're like... I'll get you into this premiere. I'll let you do this thing. Please, 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 please. Oh, thank you. Hot bitches. It's like, no, you had to beg your way in. I'll get you into this premiere with the guy from 21 Jump Street that we can't remember that's his not, name. That's not Johnny Depp. That's not Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um, and so then we see Linda Fasciabella mm-hmm. driving a Jeep, which I'm like, not what a supermodel would drive, but okay. No. Um, and she's on the phone and like doing her lip gloss and doing her mascara all while driving. And she hits Romy with her car. Yes. She hits Romy. Yes. It was Romy. It was one of the few moments of this film I enjoyed. She hits Romy. Yeah, she rams over Romy. But Michelle immediately takes it to, like, you're supposed to be legitimately concerned. Right. It's it's sad, sad music, and she's panning out. She's like... Like she's dead. She's like, Romy, Romy, you can't be hurt. What am I going to do without you? Like, Wait, the music... Wait, Romy. Yeah. The music is so it's sad. like Private Ryan or something. Like, yeah. what the fuck? This movie is clearly a comedy, and there's an 
hour left of this movie. Comedy she's, in quotes. And also, it's a prequel. We know she's not dead. We know she's not dead. We don't need this. Yeah. And then Linda is like, oh my god, they're gonna sue me. And her agent is like, just be nice to them. They'll like be impressed that you're a supermodel. And Romy immediately like, sits up with like, blood all over her forehead and is like, mm-hmm. I'm fine. Oh my god, you're Linda Fasciabella. You're yeah, lighting. she was bloody. You look beautiful. And they go to the hospital, and Linda's like, I'm gonna pay all your bills. And she's like, great, um, because this is gonna be really expensive. And Linda's like, oh no, she's gonna extort me for money. She runs up the hall where her agent's wife is giving is birth. giving birth, yes. And it's like, what do I do? And he's like, be really nice to her, and then get her to sign this piece of paper that says she won't sue you, and then you'll be good. And she's like, cool. End of problem, apparently. Apparently. But, um, yeah. It's just... <sighs> um, Speechless. So, Romy and Michelle get back home, and Taylor is fawning all over Romy. Which one's Taylor? Taylor's the less annoying. He likes Michelle. Oh, he's fawning all over Michelle. See, this is where Bru- I flip. We don't even care. Brunette Michelle, which I don't believe she was ever brunette, but that's okay. He looks okay. so good with blonde hair and black roots. It's, it's, it's not even funny. funny. <laughs> that was Romy. <laughs> Total brunette, looked nothing like Michelle, didn't sound like her. That's no. why you can't remember. No, that's why I can't. That's, like, why, that's why it fucks me up. Um, totally fawning over her. She's like, oh, she's beautiful, I love her. They walk into their apartment, they think someone's broken into the apartment to take a shower, and it's Elena. She's like, I was cleaning! Ah! <laughs> I'd forgotten about Elena at this a- point. End of scene. They just had to put Elena a couple times in the movie, so by the end you're like, oh yeah, Elena! We love she, Elena! She has her, her moment at the end. Um... So, Taylor is trying to hit on Michelle, and they're playing Chad's, love is totally awesome, in the background, for why? 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 For mood. So you can feel what chemistry they have. And he's like, I'm really sorry, I thought you were a dude. I went gro- I went grocery shopping. Do you want to come over and cook this steak for me? <laughs> Do you know how to cook a steak or whatever she's it like, was? Yeah, you cook it. And he's like, well, then you want to come over and cook this for me? And she's like, cook your own food. Which I'm like, true. True. And he's like, I'm really sorry. I got you a present. And he hands her a carton of eggs. And she's like, really? For me? And then smashes one in his face. And I'm like, which, okay. That was great. But yeah, she looks very pleased with herself. And I was like, ah, like ran geez, away. I'm so bad. Smashing this egg. Yeah. So, now Romy and Michelle are going out with Linda. More wigs. These women are broke, but they have wigs have a lot to of wigs. spare. Uh, also, when when they go out to Ozone, Romy has a purple wig on? Or a blue wig? I think it was blue. It was a blue wig? Yeah. Maybe it's purple. They've she, got blonde she, wigs, they got blue wigs, they got like a blunt, a blunt, like, Zoe Deschanel wig going on. Yes. Where did they get all these wigs? Oh, do you know what? No. They got them from Donna, probably. <gasps> Donna would not have a cheap blue wig. Yeah, maybe Donna's for, wigs would be better than For the this. sake of the budget of this film. Maybe. Maybe they were her low-rent wigs. If, if they made a joke like, I'm so glad Donna said we could use her closet and her wigs. Like, like no, we just had to put together that she, that they that were wearing her funny. clothes. If they had just been wearing, like, a gorgeous, like, amazing clothes that were just clearly too big for them. But they're like, they're Donna's. That would be funny. Like, that would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are all of these dresses taken out at the shoulders? Like, it, yeah. it would have been so funny. Again, you're trying to rewrite this film. I'm trying to fix it. Like, that's the thing, is I think this movie could have been done well. Because there's sometimes when they make a movie it, where I'm like, this didn't need to happen, there was no way to make 
happen. Right. Totally unnecessary characters. Yeah. Um, unnecessary scenes. But I feel like this was going to be bad regardless, but it could have been less bad. It could have been like it a six been out of ten. sort of enjoyable. Instead of yes. three. Or yeah. two. Yeah. I can't believe Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 36%. That. I do not understand. Is astonishing. Well, it didn't have, it didn't have a critic score. Oh it my only, god, no critics saw it? No, there were no critic scores. It was only audience review. Okay. So I'm figuring if you go on to Rotten Tomatoes to review Romeo and Michelle the movie, you probably like it. And it's still got a 36. So, so in that respect. So probably three people scored it three stars. Yes. Like, oh, okay, 36%. Okay, makes sense. It's only, and people, I mean, if you're not a proper film critic, yeah. yeah. The people that are going to review it, that's sad. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so Linda is clearly trying to butter um, Romy up. And she's like, oh, have caviar pizza, have champagne, but da 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 And then all three of them go back to Linda's, to Donna's apartment, and Linda is fawning over Axel Rose. No. Axel Rose, Axel Rose. Axel Rose, Axel Rose. Axel Rose, who I, won't call her back. No, which, like, I expected him to show up by the end of the movie. Right. Because she keeps dropping Vendela's name, too. She's like, my best friend, Vendela. Yes. My best friend, Vendela. But... Axel Rose at this point, like, even, this was made in 2005, I believe I saw. Yeah. He's still, like, very bloated looking then. Yeah, but, like, then pick someone who you could have gotten. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Axel Rose, Axel Rose. It just... Like, at that point, make up a fake rock star's name. You can just have him, like, rolling at the end of the movie. Oh, like, Xenon status. Looking vaguely, like, leathery and, like, oh, sorry, babe. Like, yes. But for all the talk about Axel Rose, we never see him. No, um, we never see any of these people that she goes on dates with. Okay, one of the funniest jokes in this whole movie is so Romy and Michelle are just passing junk food up and down the line and it's like like Romy takes a chip she eats it um Michelle takes a chip eats it hand it to Linda Linda sniffs the bag and yes hands it back, hands it back. Like, yeah. she's in the lineup but she never takes a bite she just sniffs it all at least it's realistic it was a little bit funny I appreciate some realism so um Romy or Romy clearly feels left out. No, Michelle. Michelle feels Michelle. left out. See what I, like, my notes are just, like, R's and M's scribbled. I'm like, I, it, Romy. Yeah, Michelle. Romy's the one that Linda, because Linda ran her over. So she's okay. trying to, like, butter her up. Yeah. Michelle has just been completely ignored, which if I was Romy, I'd be like, why are you being a bitch to my friend? But no. Yeah. So Michelle feels very sad. She's like, she's just being your friend because she doesn't want you to sue her. She's like, that's not true. And which then, is very un-Michelle-like to say. Yeah. And then Linda's like, sign this release. And she's like. And she's like, if you sign that release, you're never going to see her again. She's like, yes, I will. Watch me. Watch this. And yeah. she signs the release. And then it's like three days later, she hasn't called back. She is. She's staring at the phone. And she's like, see, I told you. And she's like, I'm going to call her to tell her I'm not calling her. <laughs> um, high school logic. I have done that. There were I'm like, calling you to tell you I didn't care that you didn't call me back. Yeah, exactly. I'm calling to tell you that I don't like you anymore and I don't care that you don't like me. I, like, the ultimate sign that you give a shit about something. I will admit, my favorite thing to do is, like, when I'm, like, texting someone and, like, it's going really well, and they just disappear, after a week of silence, I'll just passively, aggr- aggressively send them three ghost emojis. Uh, how does that go? How sometimes, does that work? Sometimes they're like, what? I'm like, you know. And they're like, what? I'm like, you fucking ghosted me. And they're like, no, I didn't. <laughs> and most of the time, they just don't respond because they have ghosted me. Because they ghosted But they yeah. know, because every time they look at my number in their phone, the last thing they see in that little, like... Preview of messages, three little ghost emojis. They know. They know. Yep, that'll be your legacy. Ghost emojis. Um, <laughs> I did that like anyone could see that. I, well, just, I saw it. I, and did, I like, appreciated the, it. I did like the eyes gesture at my microphone. Like the Robert De Niro and Meet like, the Parents, like the, yeah. Can you? 
So three days later, she's not going to call Linda back. Fuck you. And Linda is like, I don't want to talk to her. She's a Linda lover. Call Vendel. I want to go to lunch with her. Like, oh, Vendel's out of town. She's like, well, then call. And she just lists Mandy super Every like, Naomi, Claudia Christy, Stanny, Claudia, Linda Evangelista. And they're like, uh, I was talking to my makeup friend, Arson. <laughs> uh, real. Um, and he said they all went to St. Bart's without you because you're annoying. And she's like, well, I need normal friends. Anyway, through this whole scene, she's just on hold. And she's like, this is so rude. Yeah, that was, she was on hold for, like, over five minutes. Yeah. And she, like, is like, well, I'm going to yell at her. And Linda's like, oh, my God, I was just about to call you. Come over. And she's like, oh, I thought you didn't want to be my friend anymore. She's like, oh, my God, I love you. Come over. In little British accents. It's adorable. Yeah, she's pretty cute. I might have fallen for it, too. Yeah. But for real. So she invites Romy over for lunch. And Michelle's like, go, we should have separate friends. Like, clearly she's not the bitch I thought she was. Go. And she's like, I'm going to, like, get us into ozone. Like, Linda will help us get us into ozone. Is there something very unsatisfactory, though, if someone's not calling you and then you call them? And they go, I was about to call you back. I was about to call you. Or you go out. It's like, that's still unsatisfying. Because I would rather they call me. Yeah. Maybe I'm old-fashioned. Like, like, you want to go out tonight and you're like, oh, actually, I'm busy tonight. Yeah. But then you make them follow for a second you to test it. Then that's real. Yeah, it would just, it would feel like, well, I still called her. She didn't call me on exactly. record. That was like uh, when my parents were dating, my dad called my mom for a second date, like the next day. Okay. And she's like, you want to go out tonight? And my mom, being completely honest, she's like, I didn't even do this. And she's like, I actually already have a date tonight. Ooh. And my dad was like, well, when are you free again? And she just like, she did classes and stuff because they weren't college. She's like, oh, I'm not free again until next week. He's like, oh, well, the next week. And like, Booked her and locked her down right then. Made him work. Did she read that book, The Rules? Where you never... She wasn't even... She wasn't even doing... She goes, I realized later it totally seemed like a move. But, like, I genuinely did have a date that night and I wasn't free until next week. Well, it sounded brilliant, to be honest with you. She goes, I'm, like, pretty sure that's the only reason we kept dating. Because I just, like, no. Well, Romy did the opposite of that. She did the opposite of that. So, back to, to Ozone. So... They get to Linda's house. It's all chrome and metal and glass and leather furniture. It's a very so 90s apartment. Yeah. It's a very 90s apartment. She's like, every time I pictured a supermodel's apartment, it looked just like this. It looked this. just like this. Yeah. Um, so, somehow it's bright and sunny at Linda's apartment, and it is thunder and lightning at their apartment. Because <laughs> she's, like, walking through, Michelle's walking through the apartment being all sad. Yes. She's eating pizza. She's watching TV. She's like, lovingly looking at their framed photo their, of their dual of mug their shot. mug shots. Yeah. Can we get prints of this? <laughs> Can we do one together? Okay, silly face. Well, they got to do a full, I mean, I've never been arrested, thank God, but I'm pretty no. sure you only get one take on that mug shot. Yeah. And they don't. Oh, you do a front and side. Oh, that's, that's right. It. But you're not, it's not like a full-on fashion shoot, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> Props. Okay, now do mustaches. Now do feather boa. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like a completely different... Uh, like, she was in a different state or something. Yeah. It was, like, a storm outside, and she was wallowing, and then... I, they were this close to playing all by myself, but just couldn't get the rights. Very Bridget Jones, except someone when actually I likes her. Young. Yeah. Except someone in her building actually likes her, but... Yeah. So then Taylor comes over, and he sees she already has a box of pizza, and he goes, you want to come to my place and eat your pizza? 
and she kicks off her Ferragamos, but she's been walking around the apartment this whole time in pajamas and Ferragamos. I know. Well, it's it's the ones they put on when they, that's like their glamorous The good luck moments. shoes. The good luck shoes. Yeah. So I guess that was just her. Oh, that was their, oh, they're not going to take off the Ferragamos until they get to Ozone. Like, that's their whole thing. They're not yes. taking off the Ferragamos. Yes. So she stuck to the bit, but her ass wasn't invited to Ozone. So. No. So she kicks off the shoes to put on rain boots, which mm-hmm. I think would be practical. And she hangs the keys to the apartment on, like, a hook outside, outside the door. Outside the door. Yeah, I noticed that, too. She's only going upstairs to Taylor's apartment. She's not going anywhere. And Ashley comes running out of her apartment like a ferret. Like, mm. like I, I, if you can YouTube clips of this woman, she runs like a Pomeranian. Can I just say that I'd forgotten about Ashley until this point? <laughs> because she's such, she's just, she's the villain that leaves zero impression. My only thought is she knew what movie she was in. Right. And she was like, oh, I'm I'm gonna just fucking take it there. Yes. I'm gonna go full tilt. I don't think this is a just real movie. full cycle. I'm gonna go nuts. So she grabs the keys from the hook outside of the apartment mm-hmm. and steals the Ferragamos back. Again, on Ashley's side. On Ashley's I'm side. On Ashley's side. The break-in, I would call it a break-in, but the doors are on the hook. What the fuck? She was inviting people to use that. And yeah. also, Taylor, you invited a girl over to eat her own pizza, you fucking weirdo. He is an idiot. Um, Horrible love interest. No, no, um, ten years later, Sandy Frank. That's no. for sure. Sandy Frank. Sandy Frank, Sandy Frank. Sandy Frank, yeah. <gasps> the director of the original, they're like, if there was a Romeo and Michelle sequel, where, like, you could get, like, the whole original cast back, like, where would they be? And she said, oh, well, for sure, she still wouldn't be with Sandy Frank. That was a mistake. Really? And I was like, what? But and he was, funded their store. There was no other follow-up to, like, that answer. But he funded but like, their store. Did they pay him back? But she's like, Heather Mooney would be this, and she, like, ran it all down. But she's like, oh, she still wouldn't be with Sandy. Anyway, I'm like, oh. That oh. needs some clarification. What? Because I strongly disagree. My only thought was, like, he, like, became, like, her business partner. But I was like, uh, I don't actually like you in a romantic sense. But he and I don't want to pretend like I like you. you yeah. Know? I don't know. Because, honestly, he just rolls into the dance, and he's like, Michelle, I've always loved you. Dance with me, and then they make out of the helicopter. Right. Like, they don't, they don't After really have... a beautiful have... dance scene. Oh, a beautiful dance scene. It was ten years in the making, though. I mean, she had no... Remember, they go to kiss, she's like, oh. Like, oh, you want to kiss me? My favorite part is the prom scene where she's like, what if I ask Billy to dance? She's like, it's prom. No one's going to say no to anyone tonight. And she asks Billy, and he says yes. And then Sandy Frank has overheard this whole conversation. Mm-hmm. He's like, Romy, or, or Michelle. Michelle, do you want to dance with me? No. No. Um, no. And he goes, no. And he goes, and then Heather Mooney comes walking up and he goes, it was prom. I didn't think anyone would say no. And Heather Mooney goes, I'll dance with you, Sandy. And he's like, no. It's not the same unless it's with someone you love. Unless you really love someone. So each one of them is like, no one would be that cruel. Immediately turns to the right and is immediately cruel to the next person. Well, we all have that person that rejects us. So it's just a chain. But also in the original, Billy is not cute. And I never found him cute. At all. He is not cute. And also the girl he's dating is And he looks about 35. Yeah. So she would have been Christy Christensen. Because his name was Billy Christensen. Billy Christensen. Well, Christy Christensen. Christy she Christensen. did want to be like a weather girl. Or, no, not she weather girl. She kept her name. She hyphenated. She was Christy she was Masters. Masters. Christ, Christy Masters Christensen. I can't even say that. Yeah, Christy I thought she did that for Masters purposes. Christensen. But <laughs> her, her laughs and noises are gold. Are fun. Yeah, the <laughs> And Michelle said she invented post-its. <laughs> like just her, oh, there's so much to love about the there's original. There's so much to love. God, I am in a full depression. We are halfway through this shit show, guys. Oh. I promise. 
I promise I literally like marked timestamps down in my notes. Like, oh, you did. Okay, 45 minutes. 45, okay. <laughs> that's okay. how you know that's like when you're staring at the clock through like a class. You just keep or checking something. the time step. You're like, oh, you're like, okay. Okay, the only thing is everything I could find online said the movie was two hours long. But every copy of the movie I could find, it was an hour and 26 minutes. It felt two hours is what they meant to say. <laughs> but I, like, it was I was deeply worried. I'm like, long. do I, am I, like, is mine going to, like, cut off at the end or something? Are there right. scenes I didn't see? If there were, thank God. Two hours, though. It's not like a Christopher Nolan movie. I know. That's what I'm like, what? Yeah, no, hours? it's not two hours. But it's like IMDb, Wikipedia, three different websites said it's two hours long. They, they definitely meant to say that it feels like it's two hours. Yeah, but in does. reality, it's only 80 minutes. Um, so... Romy is looking through Linda's proofs, and she's like, oh, you look better smiling, you look better with your mouth. She's like a fashion aficionado, which is like, oh, yes. this, like, feeds into later. Like, Romy is so fashionable. She designs these great clothes, which is, like, a little bit weird, but she does have fashion sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, okay, legit call ahead. All in all, not bad. Um, not bad. <laughs> Walks away in that bitch in white suit. Yes. Oh, that white suit with the short with blonde the short hair. hair, yes. And she's like, well, at least I wasn't a career-busting, bar-busting career woman. That's right, Christy. Keep, Keep telling, telling yourself that. that. Boom. Oh, the ice. The ice in that room. Oh. I make and myself to this sad one. every time I bring it up. And back to this one. So Linda keeps calling Axel Rose and he, like hangs up and it's like, Axel Rose's house. Click. Axel Rose's house. Click. And she's like, why won't he answer the phone himself? And she's like, well, you have someone else answer your phones for you. Are trying to avoid people? She's like, of course I'm trying to avoid people. <laughs> I hate everyone. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so now we're cutting back and forth between Michelle and Romeo in their respective afternoons. So Taylor is singing this terrible love song to Michelle. The ending line is, uh, we'd be, uh, we'd be together for forever and one more day. Mm -hmm. Which I think is a line stolen from Winnie the Pooh. Oh, it's the... If you live to be a hundred or a hundred and one, I'd want to live to be a hundred, so I wouldn't have to spend a day without you or something. Yeah, which is a great line. Sorry, I'm butchering. Like a hundred years minus a day or something like that. Something like that. Very cute. Um, no, a hundred or forever plus a day is still forever, and it's stupid. But that sounded like stock music almost, and it was distracting. It was in tone at least. It wasn't Chad's like my guitar's not in tune. I'm not singing anything. And then he's like. We should give each other massages. And she's like, okay. Well, we should fold out the couch into a bed. And she's like, okay. And then he's like, you should take your top off. She's like, okay. He's like so creepy. Like, she's not that dumb. She's, no. She's she, ditzy, but she's not stupid. It was almost, again, this actress didn't know how to play Michelle. No. It was like she didn't know what she wanted to be, but it definitely wasn't anything like Michelle. No. And here's the thing. Here's, here's me fixing the movie again. Yes. If at this point they still thought that she was a man and he was gay, and it's like, I'm really attracted to this person, mm-hmm. but, like, I can't help it. But if, what, what if we just give each other massages? That's right. Friends give each other massages, and it's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know how I'm feeling. And then in that moment when they take off their shirts to, like, be massaged, or, like, he turns over from getting his back massage, she's like, you're not gay! Like, that would have been the moment to find it out. Right, as opposed to the, the, the snake. snake and, yeah. Well, that, again, the movie. you can't fix this. You can, you're doing pretty good, though. Thank but you. But it, it can't overall be fixed. Um, it's, it's dying. So Romeo and Linda are looking through her closet. She's like, this is the skirt I was wearing when me and Axel went on our date. He's again, never gonna call me back. Axel Rose. Um, and 
So then Romy's like, I'm gonna, or she, Linda's like, I'm gonna give Romy, I'm gonna give you a makeover. Here, put on these shoes. And she has her pair of gold Chanel heels. Mm-hmm. And she takes off the Ferragamos. Oh, no! Ultimate betrayal. Not the Ferragamos. Michelle took hers off, so. So she didn't walk in the rain wearing them. So that parallel. is a fair point. Fair enough. But um, yeah, it's, it's the parallel. So Michelle's massaging Taylor. <laughs> and then he just turns dead and goes, do you want to have sex? Okay. Ooh, be still my beating heart. <laughs> yeah. Perfect impression of her voice. Okay. That was the only thing she did this whole film. Like, most of her things were, okay. <laughs> that was it. I guess like, so. I guess so. Okay. Um, and there was, again, zero chemistry. And then she goes, but here's the thing. In a couple oh. of days, I'm going to go to Ozone. And once me and Romy are established, I can't be held down. I can't be held down. I'm going to fuck a lot of people. Established as what? People who have been to a club? People who went to a club. Because it's not like we're going to be actresses. We're going to get discovered. We're going to be fashion designers. We're going to get discovered. No. None of this. We're just going to be disc... Is she Angeline? Is she going to just be like generally fabulous? Yeah. It was just like once I go to this club, everything's going to be changed about me. Mm Mm-hmm. And I can't be held down by you anymore. Yeah. Which I guess for people who don't work, that is... Yeah, and he's like, well, once my van takes off, I don't want to be held down either. LOL. So they're like, well, let's just be cash fuck buddies then. And and she said, but let's just not kiss, like in Pretty Woman. Which I do think, did she say the the character's name at that point? No, she says Pretty Woman. Yeah, she's like, but let's just not kiss. And they do... They're so very clearly clothed during their sex scene. Yes. You can see her bra straps. Mm-hmm. And, like, for half of it, like, her mouth is at, like, belly button level, which, like, you can see because you can see her mouth. Yes. And then, like, his mouth is at, like, shoulder level. So I'm like, there's no penetration happening it's here. It's very awkward. Your crotch is already each other's knees. Basically, like, yes. There's, there's no, and also, I mean, I've never had sex with a bra on. No. So, just a little, something to know about me. And then there's and a weird throwaway line where she's like, what about your roommate? And he goes, oh, he knows not to come on if the porch light's not on. Yes, yes. And then after their, like, very bizarre sex scene, it pans. And he's just sitting in the rain. He's like, come on, man. Like... It's like the tie on the door or sock on yeah, the door or like, some bullshit. I don't get it. Um, so Linda is continuing her Romy makeover, and it's supposed to be it's like, oh, isn't she beautiful? Yes, and I'm like, her transformation. She just looks like Catherine Heigl. She's still well because they were cute to begin with. Yeah, but it, it's not so just like, oh, like it's not her pretty woman moment. No, like, and it's not that she looked bad and good, but just like, oh my god, now she looks like a sophisticated fat. Like, I wish I'd given her like a liquid eyeliner, like like a cat eye, like, yeah, just no, like she, just like sleek and like holy. She fuck. looked exactly as she did before. There was no just some cute braids. Some cute braids. Cute braids, yeah. There, there was nothing. There was no improvement. There was no dramatic, like, eye makeup or a red lip or anything. No. There wasn't really... Like, if she did, like, a glittery eyeshadow, like, a bold lip, like, anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, I give you a different palette of nude makeup. Okay. Yeah, it's like, okay, you look the same as you did before. Um, so... She's like, let's go to Ozone. And she's like, I can't go there without Michelle. Mm-hmm. I mean, that Michelle. Note. It said, the first time I go to Ozone, it should be with Michelle. Her accent's that, better than theirs. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, and I put, um, Ozone is no Dorcia. Huh? Little American Psycho reference. I was getting <laughs> so bored during this movie. I couldn't with this film. But they acted like it was Dorcia. And it was not. I think it was supposed to be. And they just think, we're like, what's a name? Ozone. Ozone, yeah. Oof. Like, if they'd been in New York, it would have been Studio 54. Dear God. Um, <laughs> um... 
So Michelle gets home and she sees her shoes are gone. Yes, red shoes. And she's like under the bed looking for them. And Romy calls and she's like, I'm so sorry, Linda's taking me to Ozone. I'll apologize when I get home. Bye. <laughs> This is the worst message ever. She's in a really bad place. So we need to go to Ozone. Ozone. Yeah, it sounded very Canadian to me. I put that down. And she's like, Millie Vanilli's gonna be there. <gasps> <laughs> I see Millie Vanilli. I'll get over it. Help me get over Axel Rose. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Millie Vanilli. <laughs> Wind. Very dark with Millie Vanilli. Oh. <laughs> The one was kind of cute. Um, <sighs> they were both good-looking guys, but... They were. They didn't sing, With the though. teeth. Yes. With the teeth. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm, like, crying laughing. No, it's okay. <laughs> Millie Vanilli being your shining light at the end of the That tunnel. will help you get over Axl Rose. Yeah. You're doing real great <laughs> That line yourself. did not age well. She doesn't um, need therapy or anything. Um, <sighs> um, so they pull up to Ozone... And it's, like, they've got this, like, fabulous, like, supermodel music playing. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. it just cuts back and forth between, like, a flashback of the past 30 minutes of the movie. (laughs) But, like, remember when they went to the beach? Remember when they tried on sunglasses? Yes! All of this happened 15 minutes ago. Michelle is wallowing. It's no, like, distant memories of their friendship. No, it's all the shit that's been done in the past. Yeah, exactly half hour. Like, get some B-roll. Get yeah, some B-roll. Like, and, like, it's the same cut. It's the same shots. Like, like, remember when we sold the sandwiches at the beach? Like, God. it's just, yeah, no, no. Remember when we got arrested for being hookers? And she's like, I can't do this. Because sometimes, this is a direct quote, sometimes being a friend means not doing whatever the hell I you want. I wrote this down, too. And not... Bottom. And not, uh, no, 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 shit, sorry. It's okay. Sometimes being a friend means not doing whatever the hell you want, whether you want to or not, if it means hurting your friend. Not if it hurts somebody. Oh, yeah. God. I wrote that down too. I was like, deep. And Linda's like, fine, I only had you over there to be a warm body. I don't like you anyway. I'm gonna go hang with my supermodel friend. <laughs> and just, Aren't they still in wherever they are? Yeah, yeah. St. Bart's. Yeah. And bitches off into ozone. Yeah, poor Linda has no idea what a real relationship is. No. It's like, I just need someone there to feel good about myself, whether it be someone tell me I'm Axel great. Rose, Romy, Millie Vanilli. And there's a whole thing where she's like, I'm prettier than Wendell, right? But I'm like, sexier than Wendell, right? But like, Wendell has a better beat. Like, she just, just needs constant, constant validation. She's exhausting. But she's um, pretty. So Romy gets in a cab to leave and she realizes she's wearing the gold Chanel shoes. She loved the fair gamas at Linda's and she's never getting them back now. No, what a loss. Um, so they do like a weird like sliding doors thing where like <laughs> Romy comes home as Michelle's leaving the apartment to go bang Taylor again. Yeah. And she's it was like, so great the first time. She's like, she's missing. Oh my God. She's dead. I'm so stressed. Like, and so. She went straight to that. Then we cut to Linda in the longest unbroken shot for no reason mm-hmm. of her. It felt like Sofia Coppola, like where she like walks down her long driveway up to her glass door and like opens her glass door and then closes her glass door and locks it. Yeah, and then it, she takes off one shoe and then the other shoe and then she takes <laughs> off her dress and she walks five feet in her lingerie to her robe and she puts on her robe. I'm like. It was what a long, long is shot. This? Like the beginning of Atonement, but not good. It, it was, was a long, one shot. unbroken shot of her just walking into of her, her house. Of her just going home and putting a robe on. And then she's like, oh, I'm lonely. And she sees the Ferragamo and has like a flashback of Romy, like, 
sometimes being a friend means not doing whatever the hell you want. But clearly they, like, didn't have a clean take because the flashback still had, like, the ambient ozone noises behind it. Yes. Yeah, they couldn't like, get just her voice isolated. Like, they didn't, like, go into a studio and re-record that it's single like, line. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when she, when Linda remembers it, it still has that shitty music in the back. God. I would believe that. So Linda calls Romy, and she hangs up on her, and now she's Axl Rose. Oh my god. Um, so Linda keeps calling, keeps hanging up, um, and every time she calls, she goes, Michelle? Because she's freaked out, Michelle's gone. Yes. She doesn't know where she is. She's, she's so worried about Michelle. Freaking out. Because Michelle's not allowed to leave the apartment, apparently. No, not for, she's been gone for six hours. I know. She's not allowed to do that. Um, and so Donna comes home, and she's like, what the fuck's going on? She's like, Michelle's been missing, and I lost the supermodel, and my favorite couples are gone. How is her up? Like, <laughs> I wrote down, how did Donna heal from surgery so quickly? No, she was just going to Europe to get, uh, I could have divorced. sworn they implied something about a surgery. No, I've got to go to Europe and get divorced before I get this surgery. Uh, Oh, okay. See, so she, do, you, do you see just how much oh, they I phoned in this movie and I phoned in my watch? I only know because, but yeah, but like going to Europe to get reassignment surgery would have made sense because it's cheaper over there. Yeah, it's like the Danish girl. Yeah. You got it. I mean, it didn't work out, but. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> made me sad. Um, but yeah, but she's getting divorced and then coming home and then having Can't a party. Can't get divorced in the States? And the, unless she's married to a European? That's what I'm figuring. Which it's we never like, find out what that is. No. I mean, she seems like the type to be married to a family that's European. That's um, true. So she's, like, soothing Romy, and she, like, puts cucumbers over her eyes, like, mm-hmm. as Michelle walks in the door, and she's like, I'm just so stressed about Michelle, and Donna, like, looks at Michelle, like, don't talk, let her talk about you, and she's exactly. like, she's so great, and she's so cool, I don't know why she hangs out with me, I'm such a loser, and I bet she never comes back, and she's like, I came back, and it's like, <laughs> you're alive! I'm like, yeah, no one was stressed, like... They reunite. Yeah, no one should have been stressed, but... And they literally like, oh, you're home. Want to go tan? Like, and immediately they're fine. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they go tan. Still, by the way, now that Dawn is home, you have to find your own apartment. Yeah. But none of that is spoken of, because just whatever. No. And they're, again, like, tanning with full crimped and or curled hair, Mm -hmm. earrings, necklace, bikini top, jacket, tanning, guys. Yeah. Full makeup, bikini bottoms, heels. I'm like, what Mm -hmm. is happening? Yeah, um, they, they were they were done. They showed up done. Yeah. And they're going to Donna's, I found this vaguely offensive, coming off party. Yes. I thought it was... I, vaguely offensive. Yeah, coming off party instead of coming out. Yeah. But um, shh. I just... Wow. Um, it, I found it a little weird, too. I, yeah. fa- I thought it was a little gauche of them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But I guess if she wants to throw that party, whatever. I guess. And she, and Alexander Billingsley says the line herself. She's yeah, like, what's a coming off party without you two? Um, you do you. Yeah, I guess. So they're getting dressed for the party and Taylor comes by and he's like, ugh, our drummer slash lead singer has laryngitis. <laughs> Who's the drummer and the lead singer? And they're like, and all of our songs are ruined because she does the harmonies for them. What? But you two have been singing this whole movie. Yeah, where was what? the drummer before? And they're like, where are we ever going to find someone to be a lead singer? And literally, as we finish the line, Elena comes rolling in the door. Remember Elena? And she's like, yeah. Donna said I could borrow clothes for the party. And they're like, <gasps> she's been waiting to have her moment. Elena can be the singer. Oh my God, guys. Yep, she's just been waiting behind every corner until someone needed a singer. And that's when she popped back out. And they're like, yay, we're going to get all ready. Cool, cool, cool. And she goes to say bye to Taylor. And they like, almost kiss. They almost kiss. Mm-hmm. And then she throws her hand over her mouth and they say, ah! And they kiss with the hands. They kiss yeah. with the hands over the mouth, which was, Julie Roberts pulled that too. Yeah. Um, it, ugh, poor pretty woman. 
it, Pretty Woman was a victim here, too. This is... Not just us. Either the most bizarre line or the deepest cut best reference in the whole movie. Are you ready? Yes. So they're like... So, Romy is in the mirror plucking her chin hairs. Yes. Which she clearly does not have. Which, there's nothing there. And Michelle goes, isn't it great to help people? And she goes... And Romy goes, yeah, we should do that more often. At the end of the first movie, they are helping give Heather Mooney a makeover, mm-hmm. which they crescendo by plucking her chin hair. Plucking the, the eyebrow hair. No, oh, it's the it eyebrow the hair. eyebrow, yeah. Like, like, Sorry, that's been bugging me. me all day. Was that a deep cut amazing reference or completely accidental? Totally accidental, but I like that you saw some sort of parallel. Because if they actually put that in there on purpose, I would be impressed. It's so bizarre to have Katherine Heigl plucking chin hairs is a bold statement. Like, has she been plucking her eyebrows? That's a thing that every girl does. I think it's just a thing to show, like, oh, look, she has chin hairs, too. Yeah. Although, I feel like you don't get chin hairs till you're a lot older. Exactly. Like, after you've had, like, kids and your hormones are fine. It's like when you see, like, at 70. Like, when you see a girl, like, bleaching her mustache, it's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, like, she's so relatable. Like, yeah. yeah. But it's like, it was such a, it was such a, it was such a distinct thing to do. Right. And then to mention, like, we should help people in the future. Wah, wah, wah. Like, that's, like, the deepest kind Who of Who did they help? Elena. Oh, that's right. Because they, like, got her a gig. See, I'm, I'm like, wait, whose life did they change? <laughs> but yeah, they're like, we fixed this girl's life. Um, <laughs> um, so they're getting ready, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we got her into this shitty, shitty band. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, and Linda calls... Linda is always in lingerie. She just yes. bop, bops around in lingerie. Mm-hmm. Because um, she's a model, and that's how they dress. Just lingerie Obviously. all the time, except when she's in that amazing workout outfit with just the headband yes. yeah. and the sports bra. Um, and she's like, I'm so sorry. I was such a bitch. Why don't you and Michelle come to Ozone tonight? I'm going to take you out. We're going to get lit. It's going to be so great. And they're like, yes, we're so excited. Oh, no, but it's Donna's party. And they're like, you really think, like, oh, my God, they're going to have to make, like, Sophie's choice. They're like, yes, like, they're going to have to choose between the two. And they're like, oh, we'll go to both. We'll just tell them we were late because we had a flat tire. Boop, boop, boop. I'm like, oh. Which shows no loyalty whatsoever. None at all. Yeah, like, there None. was no, I don't, I expected the same thing, too, where it's like they're going to choose their real friends yeah, and the people like, that actually care about them. I know, them we want to go to Ozone this whole check. time, but, like. But now we realize that's not really what matters and all that. No, there was no growth. It was like, oh, we can fit in both. Yeah. So they pull up to Ozone and they get past that velvet rope, Mm -hmm. which, like, they do that, like, shot, like, six times of him just pulling the velvet rope back. Yeah, it was. For whatever. Because before they had him closing the velvet rope, like, six times. They had Um, to emphasize that this time they're going in. They're getting it. Everyone inside is just wearing pure black. No one's asking them to dance. They don't see anybody famous. They're trying to do their, like, sad little choreographed dance. They keep getting bumped. Mm-hmm. They can't find Linda. Okay, they found Wendell. They find Linda. And then Vendela... Vendela. Vendela Kirsborn walks up and they go, It's the real Vendela! I'm like... <laughs> you... You wouldn't call her that. No, you wouldn't. As opposed to... If they said, I can't believe it's really Vendela... Yes. Again, you're trying worked. to fix the movie, Chelsea. You can't fix this movie. But yeah, you're the real Vendela. Of course I am. What the fuck are you talking yeah, exactly. about? Exactly. Chelsea, you're the real Chelsea. Oh, you're the real Melanie. So stupid. Yeah. It made no sense. So the two supermodels are sitting at their table and they're like looking up the stairs. They're like, oh, I asked him and he said they're full. She's like, I can't believe this. And they're like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, there's this VIP room. It's like the cool club within the cool within club. Within the cool club. And we can never get in. And she's like, oh. 
oh my god, everybody has a place they want to get into that they can't mm-hmm, get into. That they can't. But that also shows you that even when you've achieved your dream, there's still more that you'll never yeah. be able to achieve. Yeah. So I found that a little depressing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you were able to get in, but it sucks. It's not your expectations. And there's still more onto it that you'll never be able to do. Yeah. And so, so then just settle, everybody. They're sitting there and they're like, well, let's just go to Don. Oh, no. So Vendela and Linda are like, oh my God, you hear Charlie Sheen told us about this mm-hmm. great party. We have to go. Ooh, Charlie Sheen. Well, it was 2005. He didn't have yeah. live yet. Yeah. He was still on. He was still on half, two and a half then. Oh, yes. <laughs> I've never watched an episode of that. Me either. I've, like, seen, like, ends of it when I, like, TiVo stuff. I'm like, what is this? It looks terrible. Don't um, care. Click. Um, so, like, we're going to go to this cool party. Bye, guys. And they, like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. And so then Romy and Michelle are like, oh, let's go to Johnny's party. And they're like, yeah. And then, like, they accidentally made a bad edit. It's suddenly this, like, weird shot where it's, like, the two of them sitting perfectly still and, like, the club, like, swirling around mm-hmm. them in fast motion. And I'm like. They've already decided they're leaving. Why are you showing, like, the sad, sad clip? The dramatic emphasis, yeah, that was, it was misplaced. Well, the thing is, it's clearly a, very much a TV movie. There's a lot mm-hmm. of, like, fade to black and then, like, comeback moments. <laughs> like, bum, bum, bum. Oh, my God, we're both totally fine. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think it was supposed to be, like, our, like, cut to commercial moment. So they roll up to this, they're like, eh, they're going to the party, they're like, I don't really feel like going, I'm not in the mood, but is that the Pretty Woman Hotel? I realize I'm pretty dead away from Mike. That's okay. And they're like, oh my god, is that the Pretty Woman Hotel? That is the Pretty Woman Hotel. Can you guys not say the Ritz? Exactly. And also, were you not going to go if it wasn't the Pretty Woman Hotel? They weren't. I think That's they were... your friend. I know. They've grown very little as people. And so... Like what happened to helping people? Also, the whole time they're driving, there's just like 80-yard lines of like, turn on your blinker. <laughs> Pull over. You're yeah. a shitty driver. Just yelled yeah. the entire scene. I'm like... People are bad drivers in L.A. Ha, ha, uh-huh. ha, ha, um, And so they pull in, and the party is lit. Yeah, so much better than Ozone. It's better than Ozone. And, like, okay, so this is where I'm like, okay, so Donna is clearly, like, a famous drag queen. So why is she in that little apartment Thank you. in West Hollywood? Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. it doesn't, it, it doesn't, I don't know. And she's singing If I Were Your Woman with Taylor. And they just repeat that. If I Were Your Woman. <laughs> If I were your woman. They went back and forth. If I were your As far as I know, there are no other words to that song. They sang it like ten times. Yeah. And like all the people are like, oh my god, Donna's fabulous. And Taylor is so cute. Who is that? Mm. Piece of maid. I don't know. False. Um, no. <laughs> and so then they walk up to, and they're like, oh my god, we're so, we're so happy we came to your party, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh my god, and Elena's gonna sing. She's gonna look so great. And Elena's had her full mm-hmm. makeover, too. She's curled her hair. She's wearing eyeliner. She's wearing this horrible pleather outfit. Mm-hmm. And then they see Paula Abdul. Mm-hmm. Played by Paula Abdul. The real Paula Abdul. It's the real Paula Abdul. It's the real one, people. Um, um, clearly, they had Paula for one day. And she was not allowed <laughs> to be one in one hour of that one day. In any crowd shots. Because yes. whenever they, like, pan to the audience to show reactions, it's a very tight shot of Paula by herself, just, like, nodding approvingly. You're right. There's, like, one other extra, maybe. Yeah. Also, like, she's clearly not in that room. Also, fun fact, my aunt went to high school with Paula Abdul. <gasps> They're both on the cheer squad. <gasps> Are they still in touch? No, no. No, but <laughs> she said that Paula was going to prom with, like, the quarterback, and she was complaining. Like, I don't even like him. So she was that chick in high school. I'm not even surprised, Paula Abdul. 
Young yeah. Blast. And that she couldn't sing. She's like, oh no, they added the singing well, thing later. Paula's like, a dancer. Well, duh. Yeah, she was a she's dancer. She's like the Pussycat she, Dolls. Yeah, she they, the singing was added on later. So, um, they see Paula Abdul and they're like, oh my god, let's do our dance that we do to our Paula Abdul song. I love that song. I can't think of a single word right now. Um, so they. just a matter of that's okay. Um, I'm jealous. So they're that doing you're drunk after one drink. They're doing their like little dance, and Run, the they're shitty. Whole shitty. room joins in after like one round of their dance. Everyone just right. picks that shit up real quick. Ugh. There's a whole line where they're like, "It seems like everyone in LA is a singer." Like, that was a little bit funny. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, everyone in LA can dance and sing and act. Mm-hmm. Um, they do their whole little dance. Um, the whole crowd joins in with their shitty dance. And to... Linda is there. This, Linda shows up. This is the cool party she was talking about, guys. This was the cool party <laughs> that Charlie Sheen was going to be at. They Uh-oh. don't get Charlie Sheen. I feel like they could have gotten Charlie Sheen. Maybe now. He was now in two and a half men. That was like, he was booming then. He was getting like Emmy nominations mm. for that horrible show. They could probably get him now. Good God, you're probably right. Yeah. And then Ashley is there. I'm like, why was Ashley invited to this party? Oh my god, I forgot who Ashley was. Yeah, okay, our villain. I forgot all about her. Well, she can, like, we've seen her schmoozing skills. Yeah, (laughs) and so Ashley is wearing the Ferragamo's, like, "Uh, oh, shoes, you stole those back. And she's like, karma's gonna get you. And I'm gonna go to a party where they don't let in any crack whore off the street. And she turns around and just falls into a fountain. Into the fountain. Just sharp fall. Just into the fountain. And everyone's laughing. Very slapstick. Everyone's laughing because at a party full of grown adults, everybody would laugh at a grown woman falling into a fountain. Yeah, no, you wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Yeah. No. And a waiter helps her out and she stalks away very wet and very angry. And they're like, <laughs> the shoes are finally dead, hopefully. That's karma. And Michelle goes, what's karma? And Romy goes, it's that thing those Indian guys with the dots on with their the foreheads. With the dots? Yeah. With the dots on their foreheads, believe it. Oh, I feel like I'm going to fart. <laughs> <laughs> that, that whole line is one sentence. Yes. <laughs> I hope no one smells it, is the next line. Were they trying to improvise, like, the taquitos? The yucky part? taquitos? I yeah, think so. Because that was just weird, and I was like, wait, why is she farting? Yeah, why? Like, I hope I don't fart. Like, wh- what? <laughs> what? It's so dumb. Ugh. And so then Paula comes up to and she's like, oh my god, girls, cute dance. like, oh my god, she's like, but Elena! Elena. And shoves them aside. She's like, Elena, you're a goddess. We're going to make you famous. And they're, and Romeo Michelle is like, eh, that's the way the cookie. Like, they have chased Linda, Linda down through this whole town. Oh, Paula Abdul is right in front of you. And you're like, eh, whatever. Pants. We're good. Whatever. And they're like, let's become fly girls. Oh, that's right. Well, they how, wanted to be... How do you get on in living color? Yeah. Well, they wanted to be backup dancers before. Oh, so now they're like fly girls. Yeah. So they're... The, I mean, maybe... maybe I'm not going to shade fly girls. It might have been really hard. No, but Wasn't Jennifer Lopez one? Yeah, but it's kind of it's kind of a black and Hispanic thing. Yeah. Well, whatever. We've already seen they can't dance. Yeah. That, that was not the biggest of their issue. So then... Paula... Is like singing on the stage mm-hmm. with Elena. Elena, yeah. Romy Michelle are dancing. Donna's dancing. Linda's, Taylor's dancing. Yeah. Chad's dancing. And black. Just hard, sharp, sharp, not even a fade out. No. They're dancing, but, they're dancing, and it's the, it's the touchdown and logo. Done. Yeah. Just touchdown. I'm like, it was oh. 
very obvious in this film when they were cutting to commercial. Yes. Or just when it was just done. But for the end, you could do a fade. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they maybe seen the first yeah, 30 crazy. seconds of the song. Yeah. And they're like, now straight up, tell, tell me, do you really want to? Done. It's, Wait, how glad were you but when then, that screamed? Melanie, we're free. <laughs> we're uh, free. I was like, I can go about my day now. I feel shitty, but. <gasps> that. Guys. I feel. Guys. Like something's been exercised from my body. Like that was a therapy session. Okay. Oh, dear God. See if any of my friends are wondering about my whereabouts. <laughs> are you dead? I wish I was. I had to watch this movie. A little part of me is. <laughs> hey, I chose it. <laughs> oh, God. You did. No, you gave me off. What were you going to do before? Hmm? You, were, you were like, Romy, Michelle, or... Oh, Mean Girls. Oh, it was Mean Girls too. I'm now reviewing Mean Girls with someone else we were going to record next weekend, but he has strep throat. Ooh, that sucks. And it turns out he doesn't have strep, he has mono. <gasps> Close. Mm-hmm. That's very similar. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we're back for the post-discussion. Woo! Barely made it here. Okay. Melanie. Why? Why? Well, I mean, I feel bad that I chose this one. <laughs> but in my mind, I thought it was going to be, I did no research. I was like... And you, you made a good point. You're like, and it's going to be a musical. So we were both kind of drawn in by yeah. this idea. And then it was just so... We were lied to. So lied to. Well, I mean, I did no research. That's so <laughs> kind of bad on me. But yeah, I was like, I hope Chelsea like still likes me after this. <laughs> I hope that she's not pissed that I wasted five hours of her time. Because that the movie, felt, I mean, the movie felt like five hours. I created a podcast called the Stupid Sequels Podcast. But this was like beyond stupid. This, this was. What's... what's Something that's beyond stupid. Uh, Romy and Michelle in the beginning. <laughs> that's just it's this bar. It's the bar now. For, it is for being just the worst. I thought Cruel Intentions two was going to be hard to top. I mean, I already knew that Cruel Intentions three existed. Okay, no. So I, I've decided the scale is dumb, guys, because the scale only goes from one to five, and it doesn't fully encompass all of the horribleness of it. So this is new, Melanie. You're you're my my guinea pig, my test Great. bunny. Okay. I say test bunny instead of guinea pig for some reason. I like test bunny better. They're Which is and bunnies are cuter. Create a drinking game. So mm. my, so each we're gonna go back and forth coming up with the rules of the Romeo and Michelle in the beginning drinking game. Drink every time the clothes are clearly from the wrong era. I'll pretend like this is false. Just, just drink. <laughs> Okay, drink every time Michelle doesn't have a line, so she just goes, oh. <laughs> drink every time you spot a bad wig. <sighs> drink every time a line completely falls flat and didn't need to be said. Drink every time they name check a 90s celebrity. Drink every time they show those fucking shoes. <laughs> drink every time they say the name Axl Rose. <laughs> you will be dead 20 minutes into this movie. We've already died. Oh, yeah, you're, this is you're gone. You're dead. Um... Uh, drink every time we see them just spending money and not getting a job. Drink every time there's a pathetic callback to the original. Yeah. Ooh. A pathetic that one for the win. Callback to the original. Horrifically pathetic. Drink every time you just feel sad. <laughs> drink every time you pause the movie to go, is it over yet? Yeah, how, how many fucking minutes do we have left of this I kept shit? doing that. I'm like, yeah. it's only been 15 minutes. It's like, it was like a bad college course. It was. It yes. was terrible. Um, 
Of course, only do this drinking game if you are over the age of 21, covering my ass, covering my ass. Yeah, and if you have a strong bottle of Pedialyte with you to help. Yes. Maybe do this drinking game with sips and not shots. Yeah. Do not do it with shots, you'll kill yourself. No, yeah, and I don't want any of that to happen. And then... that's how I felt after I was done with this. What is your favorite quote from the original, and then best, best using the word, losing, using the word best loosely, quote from the sequel? Well, it's, it's hard for both because for the, for the original, so many, like the, I was so lucky getting mono. Remember the prom? You got so thin by then. Yeah, I know. I was so lucky getting mono. That was like the best diet ever. Or another one that my friend and I quote a lot was when she's, they're at the prom and she's like swinging her head around. She's like, oh, that really hurt. It looks really good. But it looked really good. That's a good one too. And then for the win, the you paid a whole dollar for that. And you also get a five percent employee discount over and above our everyday low prices. Make a curtain for the motorhome. <clears throat> Got this tie for a dollar. You paid a whole dollar for that? Betcha. Time. You paid a whole dollar for That's that. That's my favorite is your favorite quote. And the, the little lady that pushes past and she's like, have you ever heard that? That's my favorite, yeah. Like, she picks up the sneakers. Yes. I paid a dollar for this time. So I also couldn't just pick one quote. It was hard. So no my way. favorite quote for the original, uh, this is like second place, is actually, I haven't tried this new fat free diet I invented. <laughs> she does say fat free. Did you lose weight? Actually, I have been trying this new fat free diet I invented. All I've had to eat for the past six days are gummy bears, jelly beans, and candy corns. God, I wish I had your discipline. But the winner is when Romy is trying to get them boyfriends, and she goes, Hey, um, great suit. Is that an Armani? Yes. Yes, it is. I thought so. So what do you do? I'm a suit salesman. Would you excuse me? I cut my foot before and my shoe is filling up with blood. And then she just hobbles away. And she away. limps away with a, clearly a sandal on. Oh, it was rough. I love that. <laughs> Very good choice. Oh, okay. Very good choice. And best quote from the sequel. The only one I wrote down because it stood out was the neck licking. This is all a really big mistake. Yeah, that's for the judge to decide. Once money changes hands, you ladies have earned yourself a trip downtown. Money? You mean this dollar? He gave this to us to buy a tab with. Uh-huh. It's true. What do you think she's going to do for a dollar? Like his neck? Shut it. Come on. Because I got stuck on that for so long. I was like, well, maybe that's just my quote because I got stuck on it. You, you picked a good one from the beginning. So mine is from the end. It was from like the first 15 minutes because by the end, I, I couldn't. You couldn't anymore. I couldn't. Yeah. So that one, and that one stuck out to me the most because again, I just got stuck on it. That one's done. I it was so stupid. So my quote is from the end and they're like at, they're at Donna's party. Donna, we just want you to know that we totally support you being who you are. It's so courageous. I mean, it's not the kind of thing that you can change your mind about later on. Yeah, I mean, you know, I got a bad haircut once and that was traumatic enough. <laughs> Equating a bad haircut to gender, gender reassignment surgery. getting your dick cut off. And Donna just laughs. She's like, you fucking dumb I would sluts. kick them out of my house so fast. She's immediately like, what would a party be like without you two? I'm like, you've known them for like an a hour. Better. Yeah, exactly. An hour. Like, they didn't even come to your party first. Yeah. So they were real hateable in this film. It, it was rough.
Yeah. Okay. So we're free. We're free. I want to go eat and drink. Real quick, real quick before you leave, where can people find you online? Okay. Um. Well, I have an Instagram, and because I'm really not the sharpest uh, tool in the shed, I don't remember my handle. Pull it up. Pull so it up. I'm just gonna pull it up right now because yep. I've changed it a couple times. Um, over the years, just when, you know... Well, I have brand consistency since seventh grade, and mine is Callie Blair. Love. Everywhere. I do love that. Okay, so mine is Miss, so M-I-S-S underscore Melanie, M-E-L-A-N-I-E, 624. And that's pretty much it. You I can, have a Facebook, too, but, yeah. like, you know... You can find her in the Facebook group. Um, find us. We're the Stupid Sequels Podcast um, on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Callie Blair on Instagram, Twitter, everything. Um, go listen to Mother May I Sleep With podcasts. Yes. Listen to everything by malls. I hope you're all okay at the end of this. We're so I sorry. It's okay. Um, yeah, I apologize. I would love to give you a hint for what next week's episode is going to be, but now that my future guest has mono, mm. we're having to reschedule, so I don't know what's coming out next, oh but gosh. check the Twitter. I will How put out hints. To Romy and Michelle. Oh my god, it is! Is he going to get skinny? <laughs> He's going to get so skinny. I don't know who he is. He might be skinny already, but you know. <laughs> He's a 17-year-old boy, so I hope Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> That's when I got mono. I was 17. He is a cast member that I was in a show in. I don't just hang out with 17-year-old boys for the rest. Record. Yeah, it's probably good you clarified that. Yeah, well, could have been a cousin or something. I was in a show um, for the. That's why. That's why last month's episode came out a month late. I was in a show and it was opening weekend, and I just I couldn't handle both. I'm very sorry, guys. Um, and this guy was just freaking hilarious in the show, and I was editing my podcast, and he was like, "I want to be on this," so I said, "You can be my youngest guest, but there's no drinking. There's no freaking no drinking." drinking. Okay, okay, this has been the Stupid Sequels podcast. It's been fun. The movie wasn't, but this podcast was. Right. Hanging with you was fun. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Stupid Sequels podcast. Please subscribe and review so everyone can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Twitter at Stupid Sequels 2 or email us at stupidsequelspodcast at gmail.com. Every episode is made possible by our sound engineer, Francis Dicod. Our logo was designed by Nicole Wiseman at Wyshot. And you can find me online at Callie Blair on Twitter and pretty much everywhere else. And remember, even though these movies are stupid, deep down, we really love them.